joined by Gaz hello and Mike hello and it's Matrix part two it is part two and uh, we were about an hour in but first we've got a, a little bit of a, a, some weird news oh yeah I have a brief news story as well but you, you go first um, I was impressed this week by the tenacity of the US pilot who drew a penis in the sky over Washington <laughs> with his jet I thought that was fantastic Wonderful. Uh, uh, has he yeah. got reprimanded for his behaviour? Apparently, he will be reprimanded. Yes, he will be. Yeah, oh. but he was proper uh, top gun in that. Yeah, um, you know, he's a US Navy pilot. I wasn't Ma- Maverick was Navy. He, he was, you know, he had goose spotting for him. <laughs> Fantastic. He is it. So, I suppose when you're a jet fighter pilot, you you, you sort of coordinates and things like that. You know, your destination's quite set. I'd imagine, do you know what I mean? It's that sort of thing because of fuel mm. that you can just get in and like, oh, I'm just going for a joyride in the F-20. So F-14. F- oh, sorry. Just pop around the shop with some fags. Yeah, so to, so to go out of your way to draw a penis. And who can see the penis? Like, did he draw it over like a football game it or was, something? It was over Washington. He, oh. he drew, he must have done, he must have let off some, some va- he must, you know, vapor trail and uh, done, the, done the one ball and then shot oh. up in the air. You know Gone a bit of a loop, come down, done a bit of another loop, so it was two balls and a massive cock in the sky. You know what fantastic. He's he is epically trolling all these truthers out there who are obsessed with the chemtrail. That's stuff. it. He's like, not only are you getting chemtrailed, you're getting chemtrailed <laughs> by a dick shaped chemtrail right up your truther arse. Chemtrail up the bum. Uh, yeah. yeah, what a legend, what a hero. Um, but yeah, so has he lost his job now? No, not yet. Oh. Um, he hasn't been named either. It's just oh. uh, at the time well, of recording, hey, he hasn't been named. What's the day yeah. today? Because there was some evidence of the day. Uh, it's the nineteenth of November when we record this. It is. And twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, and we're <laughs> we're still waiting for Nabooru. Oh yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be today. We've still got a few hours left. So if you can hear, because we're recording this podcast on the day, yeah, you will know that if you hear this in the um, future, the world didn't end. Yeah, uh, and if um, again, 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 for the third time now, or fourth time. Well, like yeah. I said, plus, plus the raptures, we're looking at at least a baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, look, it's very difficult for this chap. You know, Nibiru, it's not an exact science. <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> yeah. astronomy, is not exact astronomy, science. astronomy isn't exact. <laughs> <laughs> but numerology but, isn't. Uh, yeah, but astronomy of like planets that may or may not exist that's a bit it miss isn't it so, i mean I, i'd say give the guy a break like astronomy is uh, a reason why it isn't hitting uh, yeah. Uh, yeah look just he's off the go is it mr mead again it is oh for fuck's sake he's making himself look a reap knob especially as he said <laughs> he said last month that he's got images of it Right. Coming hurtling towards us at many hundreds what, of thousands of miles. By images, do you mean photographs or visions in his mind? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> photographs. 
It's meant to, meant to be like ten times the size of Jupiter or something like Holy that. Holy fuck! I, right. I would see it yeah. in yeah. our solar system. Yeah, and you know, you can see Jupiter with the naked eye. This is ten times as big. Yeah, you, it'd be pretty obvious, hoving towards <laughs> us as we speak. I mean, the, yeah, fire, the, the sky would be on fire. You don't. <laughs> no, it'd have to be really close to it us. Would rip our planet happen, apart. It? It's got to be really close to us because it's going to cause these massive seismic quakes earthquakes and seismic changes and all that just wait so and it's see. Wait and well we've got a few hours left NASA, NASA do think there's other planet yeah we, we, we talked about that on yeah. our, our Nabooru episode so, go back and check that out through the back catalogue if you yeah, haven't we're not going back through Nabooru so, but yeah. and we're just saying that basically get your apocalypse card stamped because I think we're at least up to eight or nine now during, <laughs> since we've been recording this show and so we're going to start we're going to spend our last night on this earth by um, recounting and now, is it nearly 20 years old, this movie? Well, not quite. 15-year-old movie, but it, it is, is a fucking um, movie. But, yeah, know, pretty much. That's how we're spending the last night. That's how we're going to spend our last not night. Not with our loved ones. I always envisaged cocaine and <laughs> wild sex. But nope, you're stuck here in Mike's flat with me guys. and him. Well, no. <laughs> there are worse ways to spend the last day. I'm on um, a box of dars under the corner. <laughs> 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 if I saw the fucking Nibiru heading towards us and that's all you had, I'd fucking be on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be drinking bleach at that point. Dars is an English washing powder. <laughs> you get your white whiter with dars. <laughs> Not paid for by dars. I, I have a brief news story. Um... In somewhat shocking revelation, I'm a fucking moron. Really? That's my new story. Because, <laughs> a brief story. Um, uh, I know both gentlemen sitting here are familiar with the um, the bakery chain known as Greg's. Yes. To any international listeners, it's a franchise of uh, that makes sausage rolls, pastries full of meat things. Um, British, very British. Um, I get very annoyed in Greg's that... Um, there's no way of knowing whether the food is piping hot. <laughs> yeah, there is that issue. Or or mi- m- middling lu- lukewarm. Yeah. Or, or colder than a witch's tit. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than buying a cheese and bacon wrap oh. when you discover that it is in fact stone anything, cold. You buy anything that you expect in hot, and to then bite into it. So I was just talking to my friend who I do the market with, and I was explaining this dilemma and how much it annoys me. And I was doing a big rant, and I was saying that. All the technology we've got, we've, we've got nanobots and we've got scientists sitting there theorising about whether or not we live in a fucking computer simulation in the mind of a god, right? But they can't make, I want electronic heat sensitive shelves in Greg's. So if something's uh-huh. hot, the shelf underneath it and around it uh, is red. Yeah, if something yeah, yeah. is cold, the shelf around it is blue. And my friend sat there listening to all this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and looked me square in the eye and said, I just asked them. I'm like, what? He's like, I asked them, what's hot? What's cold? And I was like, whoa, you could do that. Like, yeah. You've got the etiquette. Fuck. The etiquette like, is I, to take I, it and suffer. Yeah. And then moan and bitch behind the back. No, yeah. he is, he is, to be That's fair. That's British way. He's British Indian, you see. Ah. So he has got, he, he takes things back that don't fit. He complains. He gets money knocked off things because he'll haggle. Um, whereas... I'm crippled by social um, uh, guilt, Dogma. I suppose, and yeah, just Britishness. Anxiety. That, like, yeah, anxiety. And, and I'm a fairly confident guy, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean? I'm the sort of guy, after a certain amount of beers, could take his trousers off in public. <laughs> yeah, I'm too fucking crippled with anxiety to say, oh, the sausage, cheese, bean, and melt. <laughs> 
Cool hut, or, or which, which one's a hut? Because I feel like the people behind me will be staring at me like you don't fucking ask questions. I would be. You pick, see, and I'd be staring at I'm you. Like, if come you on, mate, hurry up! Have you seen this? Fuck you, you fucking waiting in the queue. You don't fucking thought about what you're having, you prick. That's exactly what we're going through my head. Considerate prick. <laughs> Fuck you've been studying, you've been studying in this fucking queue, <laughs> thinking about what you're going to have, and you get to the counter and you can't fucking decide. <laughs> you haven't got your money ready. You're paying on a card. If it's I Greg's. Had a hammer. <laughs> so yeah, that's my new story. I'm a moron. Also, can I just point out that Greg's, yeah. of course, controversy this week. Oh by, yes. By using, by replacing a picture of the baby Jeebus <laughs> in a. Um, in their, their nativity scene, there's an advent calendar or something advent like that. Advent calendar. Um, with a sausage roll. And we should explain to an American American listener. Or anyone that, actually who that, doesn't know what a sausage well, roll is. Sausage, Greg's sausage roll is basically their Big Mac. It's like their, yeah. it's their uh, most famous um, product. Uh, yep. So yeah, they, they put that in the place of baby Jesus <laughs> and it, it caused a bit of a shitstorm, didn't it? I will. Well, you know, but yeah, baby Jesus being replaced with a pork product. <laughs> and he was Jewish. <laughs> Jewish. Yeah, Jesus was Jewish. Oh, dear. <laughs> so there we go. No, if Jesus was a sausage roll, I would be a lot more interested in religion. Like any meat, any meat product replacing baby Jesus. He caused a like What if he was a steak baker? What like that? That's like a. No, if it's lukewarm. Though. No, not lukewarm. Because he's leaving the vegans here. <laughs> yeah. So, what did they just have to apologise to yeah. Christians in general? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, I did see some people, you know, the usual comments. Oh, they wouldn't dare do this with uh, Allah or something like. Well, no, of course they wouldn't. They're not fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no Christians are going to go and fucking shoot up a Greg's. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I hope well, not. Well, the thing is that the. You're not appealing to, to Muslims, are you? Because it's pork products. Yeah, they're not so going to go to Greg's anyway. You're, you're, when your Big Mac is a sausage roll, the Muslim and Jewish people will start don't eat pork. There's only one real sort of festival you can fit a sausage roll into, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Well, good on you, Greg's. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to have a laugh, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You know, you've got to have a laugh. If you can't have a laugh at the expense of somebody's dearest held beliefs, then what can you have a laugh exactly. at? Exactly. Political correctness <laughs> got made! <laughs> Yeah. No, that's um. You've got some, though, haven't you? Because I wasn't allowed to look at the computer while he was setting this up. Oh, is it porno news? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, we're doing it on the computer again for the listeners. Uh, It's like being on a TV show. Mike treats us and makes it come up on the screen. Mm. It's magic. It's cracking. (laughs) Okay, it's only the important news. Sheffield man cuts off toe with bolt cutter and eats it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is he mentally ill? A man has been taken to hospital after reportedly cutting off his off his big toe with bolt cutters and eating it. Police attended the Wilco store, previously known as Wilco. He did it in a Wilkinson <laughs> shop! Oh my god! In Sheffield City Centre on Sunday morning. Oh Jesus! Was Hang he... on, well, he hadn't even paid for the bolt cutters. No. <laughs> was he testing the sharpness or something? His, I'll feet. buy them if they cut me toe off. <laughs> They're not believed to be any other parties involved. The incident is not being investigated as a crime. It was a crime against decency if anybody saw it. He's done eating it. He just, <laughs> it literally says, yeah. a man went into Wilkinson's Haymarket, went upstairs to the electrical arm, picked up some bolt cutters, chopped his big toe off and stood eating it. At what point do you think, 
Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you witnessed a man, you were out shopping in Wilco's, yeah. getting your DIY products, and a fucking you witness a man remove his toe with bolt clubbers and start eating it, would you not feel like a crime has been committed <laughs> against you somehow? <laughs> against your senses, against your your right as a human to not see things like that in fucking Wilkinson. <laughs> no crime's been committed. Fuck the Sheffield police. Jesus. I'd want compo. Actually, yes, I wouldn't be in Wilkinson's. I'd be at your fine market store. Oh, right, thank <laughs> you. Support your local retailer. Fight the power. Cheers, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. wh- I love how you find these stories, Mike. Yeah. The next bit of news. Illegal rubber duck race halted by police officers in Cotswolds town. Burton on the water. Oh, but oh, don't you can have a, a, rubber, oh, a rubber duck race. That's hard. That's political correctness gone mad. <laughs> oh, look, I said it was something like a hot fuzz. <laughs> Did they have what? They were shooting the place up? <laughs> shooting the ducks? Tell the armed police showed up. Tell me armed police showed up to a rubber duck race. It was a what, charity which offers free blood and medical equipment delivery service to NHS facilities. But what made it illegal? It's an ancient law that says the river may not be used for fundraising on a Sunday. And they fucking enforced it! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. There's a gif of hot fuzz on the page. <laughs> but, but that's ridiculous. It just, but just up the road in Shrewsbury, I'm quite sure there's an ancient law in the, in the, on the still on the turn books that says I can shoot a Welshman with a longbow on a Saturday. Doesn't mean I, but I bet the police are terrible to arrest me if I went into town and started shouting, who's Welsh, and then firing arrows into a crowd. I don't think you'd get away with it if you killed a Welshman. If you murdered a Welshman. Uh, on the sorry, sorry. Uh, the law yeah. says I can on this day. Ancient law. That's murder just, still like, trumps it, I think. No, because it's on the books. Why don't you try it out? And we'll see it's it. Trump! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, did this cause some... Um, now I know that some areas of the Cotswolds through work, and yes, it is incredibly sleepy and quiet, and I can ma- imagine that there wasn't much else. But what a bastard copper! Yeah. Who heard of this and then says, to, you know, do you know this one? This rings a bell with me. I'm sure. And then he checks on the law book. Yep. Yeah. And then I bet you he was feeling so fucking pleased with himself, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Can't use it for fundraising on a Sunday. And I bet he went down there with his fucking notebook ready to write some fucking tickets. Yeah. And I bet he had half a chubby fucking hard on <laughs> bastard. God. Yeah. Two stories in a row where I'm upset with the police. Don't arrest me or look Apparently, into Apparently uh, some local residents were less than supportive of the charity event. Oh, why? So I would... It might, not, it might be the police being put into a... Oh, it's a conspiracy. Into a position yeah. where they have to be the bad guys because... You know, the, the eight-year-old UKIP voter up the road was oh. is a heartless, joyless bitch. And, Maybe um, it's a bit more like Hot Fuzz than we realise. What's that council? The oh, the Neighbourhood Watch. Yeah, for the greater good. Good, yeah. So yeah. chances are they probably fucking... Uh, they probably killed whoever organised that challenge. Suffocated him with a duck. Yeah, they've literally just forced a rubber duck in their mouth <laughs> and killed right him. Right throat. Yeah. What a way to go. Well, so do we have any more to say about yeah. the ducks? No, not really. I think that's okay. about it. Okay, so we've got the next bit of news. Man gets padlock stuck in his bladder after pushing it up his penis. What? <laughs> Show me the size of the padlock. Oh, my God. Don't there is a picture of an x-ray, and you can see the man's pelvis. Is it on the screen now? Yeah. I'm not going to look. It's um, one of those very small padlocks like you get on a... On a I look. don't care how small <laughs> it is! On it went pad- up his dick! <laughs> but... He pushed it further down his penis for sexual pleasure. Yeah. Fuck him! Oh... It's, it, it, this is in um, Fezhu City in East China. 
So um, that's Saturday night in China in Fezu City, yeah. pushing things up your Jesus. penis. Jesus, I will never call myself a pervert. It comes again. months after a thirty-five-year-old man had fifteen rusty needles removed. From his penis. Oh, he searched <laughs> them down. Oh, no, no, next one, no, next one, no, next no, one. We're no, done on this no, topic. This no, topic is finished. No, no, no. Next one. Okay, this is a good one. Rogue scientists attempt to make himself superhuman. By editing his own DNA to get boosted strength and muscle growth. Fantastic! I like. He give this man a grant. Give this man a grant. He wants what? to become the Hulk. Were the results of his experiments? Uh, biochemist Josiah Zayn has become the first person known to have edited his DNA with the CRISP CRISPR tool, whatever that is. The ex-NASA worker removed myostatin, which inhibits muscle growth, with the gene cutting technology. He said this is the first time in history we are no longer slaves to our genetics. So he's worked for NASA, he must have a few brain cells. I'm not a shill in any respect. Hang on though, but you see, it sounds good and it is obviously cool, but it's not like just by removing the muscle inhibitor, you're suddenly going to wake up with muscles. He's still going to have to develop those muscles doing True. exercise. Yeah, but but he'd have to do no, less exercise. Yeah, he's having no, um, no sort of friction, is he? No, no fatigue. Yeah, but he's still got to go to the fucking gym, is what I'm saying. So it's not all good. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah but I mean, Batman goes to the gym, doesn't he? That's what I'm saying. There's a downside to being <laughs> a hero. Do you know what I mean? How'd you get the gym? Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be in shape, like mega shape. Yeah, but what's next? Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, After, first, this guy increases muscles. Mm. The next, what? He's got deadened pains, pain inhibitors or something exactly. like that. He's deadened his nerves. Okay. He doesn't feel pain. He can just take shots to the chest and keep on going. One of the first things he's going to do, I predict, is genetically penis. penis. <laughs> yes, you read my, you read my, my brain, my mind, both of them. Uh, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it, but all this is inevi- inevitable, isn't it? What, what was fantasy? You know, in our seventies comic books, sixties and seventies, all these experiments that created the heroes you know one day people will be they're already uh, you, you know they call it designer babies don't they I'm not really sure if I know what I'm talking about now but like, in theory you know you can plan your you know oh baby yeah, time, yeah blue eyes yeah things like that yeah that is that I don't is know how commercially horizon. available it is mm-hmm. I know that it's I think some firms doing it somewhere but I don't know where and that's kind of maybe China they like they like boys up in China mm-hmm. don't they they don't like to have girls what would you improve I would I think the main thing being realistic is a, I would like um, some sort of injection, genetic modifying in my elbows and knees, because I think they're the things, the only bits of my body that really are starting to feel my age. The rest of me feels, my brain feels kind of the same. I'd make it so right. I'd never have to sleep. That, <laughs> why? I like sleeping though. But don't. I'd make it so you know. Why I, would you? Why? I don't know. Just for laugh. <laughs> Wouldn't this be better, though, Mike? I read that cats, uh, they can literally choose to sleep whenever they want it's a conscious decision uh, they're like I'm bored I'm going to sleep they do Boom. sleep 70% so, yes yeah, so like... they just sleep whenever they want whereas we have to fall asleep conditions have to be right they can make a conscious choice to be asleep that would be fucking useful uh, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. 10 minute break at work and you just say do you know what I'm going to sleep <sighs> 10 minutes yeah, but you wouldn't need that 10 minutes if you never slept oh I see what you're saying yeah you wouldn't need to sleep then you've got a lot of sleep. a lot of time to fill all of a sudden yeah a lot of time just lying there. Isn't that I wish what, I could. Isn't that yeah, everyone else is asleep. Isn't that what me. everyone strives for? Me at more free time. Yeah, but not at the price of having a kip. But you won't feel it. 
You won't even know that you're tired, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but the, all, all that happened then, if they took, if they managed to put that into us and take that away, all the all my phone would be doing is like eighteen-hour shifts a fucking day. Well, yeah, you would. Remember yeah, yeah. on the on the DARPA episode, we briefly touched on this though. How mm. they they say they try they are researching how to chemically make it so that soldiers don't need sleep. Yeah, and yeah. obviously for soldiers that makes sense because the yeah. you know the biggest thing to any attack store is that everyone needs to have a rest. I've got point. a great link now into Matrix because something about DARPA. Ooh. As of April 2016, a research team at DARPA worked on a project called TNT, Targeted Neuroplasticity Training, Ele- which is a, they put electrodes into the back of the neck, right. uh, it sends electroimpulses to influence a person's neurotransmitters. Agents can learn languages and other complex subjects in a fraction of the time. It's like the training program in the Matrix. I know Kung Fu. And I've seen this. There was a documentary called Through the Wormhole mm-hmm. with oh Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. And there was an episode where uh, this old woman had it and she was doing, she'd never knitted before. She learned to knit like to an advanced standard in hours. Wow. And another guy was on the guitar, never played before. Within hours he could play mm-hmm. basic chords and he, he knew how to play the guitar. I did see something similar along the lines of, uh, it's a radio lab documentary audio documentary I might have this mangled forgive me you can look it up dear listener of this woman doing like target practice you know shooting a gun at targets doing it without and with a 9 volt battery I think attached to a mind to a brain mm-hmm. and the electricity increased concentration it's like by very drastic results so so yeah we can we can improve ourselves, and this doctor guy, I guess, is one of the first to. Uh, yeah. He'll be like, because don't you think it's weird in uh, in Hollywood movies how the scientist is always like a really buff, well, Hollywood well, actor. People have won yeah. Nobel prizes for, yeah. for doing it. The well, man who invented the man who invented antibiotics, I think it was. Uh-huh. Um, but I bet he wasn't really muscly, was he? What I'm saying is, no, but he, 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 had a, Hollywood he gave himself an infection, mm-hmm. which at the time could Half be deadly. <laughs> Yeah. And just so we could give him the cure, and just so he could share the results, so he was like a human mm. test subject. Tested it on himself. If movies have taught me nothing, those mm. are the mavericks. That's yeah. how things go wrong. You know well, it either goes wrong, or you get a Nobel Prize. <laughs> 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 uh, how much yeah. is a Nobel Prize worth? Call a mel. I imagine so. Yeah. Fantastic, that'll do. Packing research. But you never know. We could be the first podcast to win the Nobel Prize. Nobel Prize of podcasting. For podcasting, <laughs> services to humanity. God damn it. <laughs> no, no, no. We will in the, in the apocalypse. We'll be the only one to... broadcasting. Yeah, we'll be the only ones left. <laughs> 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 Wouldn't that just be awarding ourselves a Nobel Prize? <laughs> well, nothing wrong with a bit of self love. That's good. I would know. I'd probably be doing that a lot in the apocalypse, no <laughs> affairs. Well, you know, I've used self love. Thanks. I was seeing today. Thank fuck for Alistair Crowley, because, you know, mm-hmm. I used his sex magic to. Through self love, manifest an actual human. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, I'm not saying I believe in the devil or anything, but I fucking believe in Alistair. I'm throwing, <laughs> throwing up the horns for the listeners who can't see me. How many rock, goats did you get through? Rock and roll. Oh, it's been a very goatful weekend. Um, shall we get into this week's topic, young young men? Yeah, um, the, last <laughs> young the last sort of um, about hour and a half of the Matrix, which where with the it's more shooty and stabby and kicky, yeah, than philosophical. Um, yes, well, you know, it's had a good a good hour of built. It's 
it's been a good hour. A good. There's been some heavy philosophy, some some cool visuals. All philosophy is heavy. Um, yes, that's very true. Uh, there's been some some very nice visuals. We've had some stuff you would have never seen before up to this point, cinematically. Yeah. Yeah. And the stop motion bullets and all that. Yeah, bullet time. Yeah. Um, and so where are, all of which apparently was ripped off from uh, I think Dragon Ball Z or something like that. It was some anime, but cares they put it in a movie for the first time they had to work out to do it. it's one thing to do it in a Everything's drawing ripped off something else that's very yeah. true um talent borrows genius steals i might have that saying completely wrong but something this fuck you there's a saying for any situation um <laughs> so where are we we rejoin neo on the nebuchadnezzar morpheus's ship <laughs> nebuchadnezzar was of course the uh, a babylonian king yeah there we go um and they're eating some goddamn goop Goop. Goop. It looks like the food the Simpsons used to eat in a very early series. It does, yeah. <laughs> Nondescript. It, I was thinking, eh, kind of looks all right. Maybe warm. Uh, I don't like the fact I'm getting it from essentially a Jack Daniels bottle upside down <laughs> on tap. That that kind of I don't, the serving methods put me off. But uh, it does have everything the body needs. Though, what, does it, what does it taste like according to uh, Mouse? Tasty wheat. Tasty wheat, which I assume is an American cereal. cereal. Yeah. Uh, but in Germany, yeah, they they, they change the translation. Right. Tasty wheat to sex crispies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sex crispies for breakfast. They, they're so perverse. <laughs> in that Even leave our rice crispies alone. Rice crispies are not sexy. There's nothing sexy about mm, rice crispies. Tastes like sex crispies. <laughs> <laughs> we like the way the snap, the crackle, the pop. Mm, reminds me of the way the penis was in the vagina. There's one for each hole in the snap. <laughs> I'm assuming that pop is the anus. <laughs> pop goes the penis. Oh, Count German gas is back. <laughs> Where's Captain Burrito when you need him? <laughs> hey, Dimension X. I was trying to decide, so to, for the listener, Captain Burrito pops up now and then. I, I spent a significant amount of my day today drawing him and colouring him in. Does he talk... He was from Mexico, wasn't he, or somewhere? I believe originally. so. He was based on somebody who, in real life whose name he was, we couldn't say, who claimed to have met a UFO. No, no, he was the Project Pegasus guy, the uh, lawyer. Oh, we okay. had to be careful that we didn't. We said allegedly a lot that episode, in that segment of the episode. <laughs> so he will tell like Capitana Barito. Unfortunately, it's going to be quite racially insensitive. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of planning on possibly writing a, a bit of an audio play <laughs> based around Captain Burrito, which we could act out, which would be, I'm, I'm sure. Wonderful for the listener. <laughs> Not offensive in any way, shape, or form. Probably a bonus episode that one, rather than a full, full week. That might be our Christmas special. Hey, the Adventures of Captain Burrito. Captain Burrito. Captain Burrito saves Christmas, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Burrito steals Christmas. So I think it's right itself. <laughs> yeah. So back to the gloops. Yeah, the gloops. Yeah, he says uh, he, he mentions about chicken doing this. And why does chicken taste like everything? Because well, chicken's nice, that's why. Why does everything taste like mm. chicken? Um, why, why fuck with it? Chicken's nice. Because to be honest, if you don't do anything to your chicken, like any kind of covering, glazed, seasoning, it's a very bland taste, isn't it? Oh, no, it's, it's alright. I'm a big, big chicken fan myself. I'm yeah, but it, stuff's always been done to it. It's always been cooked. In yeah, a way, that's you know? true. You put butter on it, uh, don't you? At the very basis level, you butter it, so... Uh, Adds so a bit of taste, yeah. Maybe it's just because 
on its own is fairly bland and just, you know, lots of things are bland. Apparently humans, don't we, taste a bit like pork? Apparently so, yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe uh, that's one, why Allah forbid it. I remember one... Uh, one quote of a cannibal. I always remember reading this somewhere. Said, oh, you Where did you meet him down a pub? <laughs> <laughs> no, I read it in a book. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Oh, you, you white men think that you know pork is the, the tastiest meat, but mm. let me tell you, you haven't tasted, you haven't tasted your fellow man or something like that." Oh, apparently, it tastes better than pork. I had pork today. It was nice. It was great. Depends. Well, what, see, oh, maybe it was pork. It might see, be this person. government will be feeding the poor to the. Uh, In all fairness, this pork <laughs> I had came direct from a pig farm. I know a bloke that owns a pig farm now. Oh, so I, oh. that makes me hard by definition, because I can make any of you disappear. <laughs> <laughs> well, soon the government won't we be feeding the poor gloop. Oh yeah. From soil, isn't it soil and green? We recycle <laughs> humans. We just all get recycled into food. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, like the cat from the dwarf says. When you die, you know, <laughs> sucks for you, but it's party time for all the little worms. <laughs> so we're all destined to be food. Yeah. Unless we get burned. Um, but one thing, he skips a little bit later on now. It must be sort of evening time, downtime for the crew. Cypher's there. He's looking at the, the, the matrix or the codes. Perving at women, essentially. <laughs> all I see is, you know, blonde, brown hair, brunette, mm. redhead. And uh, then you find out that you can get homebrew in the apocalypse, which at least adds some shred of comfort, I think. Mm. You've got to be able to get shit-faced in the apocalypse. Yeah. I'd say it's essential to psychological survival. Absolutely. Um, and possibly physical survival, because you sleep anywhere. and You fo- you could probably sleep through some incredibly <laughs> dangerous situations, that, uh, you know, just because you, uh, you are blotto. Yeah. So, yeah, they have a drink. What happens when they've had a... Um, Neo's like... He says, oh... Basically, Cypher says, like, "Do you know why he brought you here?" Mm. And he's the Neo's like Keanu Reeves, of course, not known for his uh, speech. He doesn't say a line in this film, he really, does he? No. he? Just kind of looks think, at people. I think he has like eighty lines in the first half of the film, and forty-four of them are questions. Well, yeah, he doesn't say a lot. And so, they're all but, delivered in the same way. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Cypher sort of just all yeah, that's a bit sort of shit, isn't it? I mean, dropping that on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm basically, basically you're your Jesus. Christ, yeah, yeah, you're effectively Matrix Jesus. The saviour of wow. mankind. And uh all Neo kinda of does is like thanks for the drink and doesn't really say a fucking word to, and takes it his stride. And yeah. Cypher has a bit of a fucking he's not happy, is he? He's not happy. He's not happy, buddy. Does he expect a bit more from Neo just? I think he, I think he's just a bit pissed off with this whole situation. Uh, As um he actually says uh, Neo sort of scares him doesn't he he comes up behind him he yeah. says you scared the bejesus out of me yeah. uh, again another tip to the fact that he's like the devil and yeah oh and we should point out that mouse is a digital pimp he's basically trying yeah. to, to pimp out the woman in red <laughs> oh so you he was oh i created her. i can i can get you some time with her if you want <laughs> to you, what you assume is that mouse spends uh, a significant amount of his downtime plugged into that training program well, just fucking the just, woman in red just banging away um Let's be honest, if we had access to a virtual reality headset that was pure life realistic... Or a hollow deck. Yeah, it is essentially a hollow deck, yeah, isn't it? The indecipherable from real life, and there was a lady in red in there for you. Your own version of her. I feel... I don't want to put words in your mouth, boys. I feel you would maybe spend a lot, a significant amount less time on Championship Manager yeah. and a lot more time playing the simulator game. 
Of course. You know yeah. I mean? As long as we're in different rooms, I don't want to see Mike. Yeah, yeah. no, you wouldn't be able to see each other. <laughs> and I think you'd be. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it'd be a lot less. Uh, Is it like Red Dwarf. Yeah. yeah, like when Lister's and you know grinding away. You know. <laughs> so your days on end. Right. That grown attachment shows have a lifetime guarantee. You've worn it out in three months. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's my point, and I feel that's an accurate. Ac- I can't speak. Um, <laughs> an accurate uh, sort of, of what what would happen, to be honest. And I'm, all I'm saying is I'm not judging the guy. No. For spending a lot of time, him pimping her out is possibly a bit more morally questionable. Yes. But going in there is and she aware though? Well, she's not. She's just like a a, a pleasure uh, program, isn't she? That's what she is. Oh she's... fuck her then. Make as much money as yeah. you want. But I mean, basically, like, he's in there in the apocalypse. There? What is it? What is he? He's pimping around. What is he getting in return? Well, maybe he'd be relying well, on glute. Neo, maybe to save his yeah, ass a glute, bit. Glute must be the current. There must be some currency because there's like a yeah, because he's been good at pimp, so therefore that would employ mm. imp- imply that he's getting something yeah. in return. Maybe maybe they get paid. I mean, they are part of the the armed forces of Zion. Effectively, yeah. you do find that in the third. I mean, they're... Um, yeah, there must be some sort of financial. They must get some kind of wage yeah. for doing it. Because yeah, how else do they buy their shitty clothes? They are shitty clothes. Everyone is wearing really shit knit wear in this film. Yeah. In the in the uh, the real world scenes, apart from uh, Dozer, who is quite happy in a vest. Oh yeah. Everyone else vest, is like really like, got hats and everything on. And he's just like in a vest, yeah. just stripped around. Do you think? Do you think that's why they manifest <laughs> when they go back into Matrix? They manifest such cool fucking clothes, like uh, you know, because they can't have that on the real in the real world. Yeah. You know, they could just be wearing normal tactical gear, couldn't they? But they're basically like you know. Wouldn't it be cool if they had like <laughs> four-length trench coats that were leather and shades? And Trini's like, "Oh yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you." And yeah, it's just and then, a thought. then you get some switch and Apoc and Cipher. And Mouse. Mm-hmm. Mouse is the only one who's is Mouse and Cipher the only ones who don't wear leather in this film. Pussies. Because oh, no. it just kind of puzzled me. Like, if you're a group of international terrorists. Mm-hmm. And you know people are looking out for you. Usually Morpheus is quite distinctive in all fairness, and so yeah. is Trinity. Yeah. Probably because of the way they're dressed probably yeah. draws attention to that fact. Yeah. You don't see many people strutting around entirely in leather. I look, start in Trinity's case. I looked at her butt. Well, I did as well. We've learned this. Right. Leather's uh, isn't it for gays or nazis? That's leather caps. Isn't leather it? caps, gays or nazis, ah, no in between. Caps. Yeah. Leather caps. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> And you've just bought your own Christmas surprise. Ben. <laughs> you bought your leather cap. I bought you a leather cap with studs on it. <laughs> and a big Nazi symbol. <laughs> oh, so like a an alt right homosexual. <laughs> no, actually, there's the badge on it is a is a Nazi symbol sticking out of a goat's butt. Nice, <laughs> classy. That should be our show logo. <laughs> no, we're we'll still no, going no, we'll to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, so they, but we come to a big thing, big part of the film here, yeah? and possibly the last of the philosophy. Uh-oh. Um, but they go and see the Oracle. Yeah. We're going to see the Oracle. Who's the Oracle, Ben? She is a, an elderly woman who makes cookies in an yeah. apartment block, yeah. and hangs around. She has lots of children in her living room who are all waiting to be interviewed by her for some unspecified reason. Yeah. What about in uh, the Oracle in real life? Oh, the Greek thing. Yeah. Yeah, there the was plenty of them. Yeah. It's considered the centre of the world. Didn't she? Wise, um, insightful guidance, prophetic predictions. The problem with the oracles was that they um, they gave very uh, general advice. Well, I don't. I, don't I know will give you an example. This is where I'm, I become a history. I take my history crone. Okay. All right. You got the other um, 
war between the Persians and Greece, the 300 uh, war. Aha. Right? I've seen the movie. Yeah. I know it well. Well, the Athenians knew that the Persians were coming. Yeah. And they knew they had a few years to prepare. They went to the Oracle of Delphi. The Oracle of Delphi said, put your faith in the wooden wall. Right? So that gives you three options, really. You either build up your navy, it's all made of wood. Yeah. You make a massive wall, or put a massive wall around the city and try and withstand a siege. Or you, uh, or you train more soldiers. They went with a naval route mm. and they won. So you chalk that one up for the Oracle if you want, yeah. but there was three ways they could have fucked that up. Two other ways they could have right. fucked that up. Yeah. Well, apparently she had origins in prehistoric times, the worship of Gaia, which is uh, Mother Earth. And that um, annoying spirit in Avatar. Yeah, Mother Goddess connected with fertility. As she is in this film, she's the mother of the Matrix, isn't she? Is she the that is? Uh, find out later on. Yeah, the father is the. Oh, the architect. The architect, and she's the mother. She created. She was more on the sort of humanity side rather than the structure of the Matrix. She was. She created more of the human qualities. Oh right, so she's like the um, the em empathic kind of yeah. side of us in a way, and the architect is the more harsh dude. Yeah. So, yeah, he goes. So, so how did she um, like, she's like the physical manifestation of what like, God in the Matrix. The the caring side of God certainly, I suppose. So yeah, yeah the, she's the, like the re Matrix itself representing itself. Mother goddess, in ancient, you know. Okay. Well, I don't think she's a very good oracle. Why do you think that? Because. Well, after we, we'll, we'll skip to this point. He, so he, he enters the, her apartment, and there's all them kids there, and you've got little girls juggling bricks in the air, and a strange kid who says, "You can't bend. The spoon is not there. He's bending spoons, and he tells Neil that the spoon isn't there." Yeah, he said, "It's not the spoon that bends, but the mind itself." So that is your perception bending the spoon. That's it. But there's a spoon there. But there is a spoon. You see it bend. But there's yeah, a spoon. But, but there is no spoon. But there is a spoon because no, I can see it. No, but there is no spoon. But technically, but yeah, yeah, but I'm not there he says, either. He says, doesn't he? He says, there is no spoon. Well, see, Ben, the Matrix. Okay, I'm going to put my philosophy hat on now. Strap yourselves in, kids. <laughs> um, you see, the Matrix isn't real. Yeah. So there is no spoon. It's just yeah. in his mind. Just like whatever was in my dream last night. It was real while I was dreaming it and I could see it, but it doesn't exist. So anything in the Matrix, there is no spoon because as soon as he comes out of the Matrix, it's just fucking horrible robots and and black sky. Yeah. But so then it's spoon. an illusion, isn't it? Yeah. But in the Matrix, then I don't exist either. No, but you do in the real world. Yeah, but I don't exist at that point in time. Yeah, but you're not an inanimate object. Now you just give me an existential crisis. You're not an inanimate well, object. Do I, do I exist? No. Well, that's a question, is it? Do, do is, how do any of us actually know? That's all point of philosophy. You, you actually have no well, way of proving would... it. You really don't. Well, None this is bullshit. Why has no one figured this out? <laughs> We've been around for 100,000 <laughs> years. Why has no one figured that out? Do I exist or not? This could be a dream. You don't know. This. Well, it's a whole Your entire, your 20-year friendship with Mike could have been in a fucking dream. I'd have had a you better, I'd have, be have been a better-looking friend. Charming, that is. a hot bird. It, it goes back to Zhuang Zhi, the butterfly. Uh, is he a butterfly dreaming as a man, or is he a man dreaming as a butterfly? You don't know, Ben. You're not real. <laughs> well, I need a piss now. <laughs> <laughs> 
actually, I do remember. Is that real? No, I, yeah, no, I read, actually remember I read in this philosophy book one way to test if you're real or not is to drink your piss. So if you just go to the bathroom, <laughs> come back and let us know if you're real or not. Honestly, I read it. Oh, fantastic then. Trust me. It, it was it? <laughs> Ben's gonna have a mini. Ben's gonna have a piss break. Uh, Ben's gonna if he's real. He's going for a mini existential freak out. Yeah. <laughs> if you find me rocking backwards and forwards in the toilet, just pissing just in your own face piss, like a baby. Pissing in my own mouth. <laughs> We're not real. <laughs> I'm drinking my piss. It's not real. <laughs> then please go and help me. Okay. <laughs> Ben's been for his piss break. I've that I realised uh, that I didn't have to drink my piss. I decided that I probably am at least not a figment of my imagination. Oh, fair enough. Still, there's no way of actually knowing that. But we'll, we'll, we'll I let think it pass for, for now. For my own sanity. We'll let it pass for now. I exist. Okay. Maybe. The beer tastes real. <laughs> there is no beer. Okay, so we, we, <laughs> no, don't say that. We've actually missed a part, actually. Oh, no. For the Oracle. Uh, but we'll finish the oracle off because it's it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in that way. Ben, you <laughs> but on that trip, Cipher allows his phone to be traced, doesn't he? Uh, he makes the call. He drops the phone in the bin. He does. Yeah. Because before that, what we see him. We see him having dinner with Mr. Smith with Agent Smith. It is. And he says, "I know that this steak isn't real. Uh, I know that the Matrix is telling me that it's." It's succulent. warm and succulent mm. and, 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 and but like, you know what? Ignorance is bliss. Oh, by the way, I'd like to be someone important and rich and maybe an actor. <laughs> Which, I, can you trust Smith to work that out mm. for you? Is that, that was, he's taking a massive risk, mm. isn't he? Well, I mean, it's not like... I tend to agree with him, though. Ignorance. Yeah, ignorance and if I was living on a mm. ship, eating the same goddamn yeah. goop every day... Like I said, blue pill all the way, baby. I mean, I'll if I went back now and I had the, the brain of me when I was 12... What I mean? Who says it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it probably is. I'll probably be regressing anyway. Uh, Does that mean you're going to go and find a, like, a dead 12 year old to put your brain into? <laughs> 12 year old you. Some kind of Frankenstein ish operation. I'm not going to actually do this. I'm not going to actually swap my brain with a 12 year old. You should! But 12 year, well, 12 year old you didn't have a B in physics, did he? Exactly. Imagine what. Imagine what. 35-year-old brain, Mike's brain, <laughs> in yeah. the 12-year-old's head going to school every day. You, imagine what you could achieve. Yeah, you, you might get, get an A. a. You <laughs> might get an A. <laughs> Mind you, me and Gaz probably will be investigating for sitting here in a podcast with a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that may not be so good. You surely shouldn't go ahead with this idea, Mike. Can we pull it through? <laughs> you know, like people always say, oh, I wish I knew then what I know now. I don't. If I was 16 with all the knowledge I've got now, I'd just be, I'd, I wouldn't have any friends because I'd just be like, this is all fucking pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone's just trying to have That's a laugh. I mean, and like, when I was 12 years old, there was none of this. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I would just yeah. be like, it doesn't matter if she let you touch her boob for 30 seconds. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. You're probably going to get cancer in your 60s. Fucking Captain Bringdown. You're going to work for 40 hours a week serving a fruitless task that serves no purpose other than to make the fat cats fatter. You're just, you're just nothing but a cog in an endless machine of misery. All right, Gaz, it's a party. I'm, dr- I'm drinking Frosty Jack cider. <laughs> Kelly let me touch her boob. What are you on about? <laughs> 
think we should all just kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we should have formed a heaven's gate style cult. Yeah, a mass protest. <laughs> That'll really let them know that how fucked the system is. If all of us young, promising people just do a mass suit. Gas, gas, gas. I think it's time you left. Oh, nothing's changed. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't wish I knew then what I know now. Yeah. Oh, with me then knew what... Oh, fuck. <laughs> a glitch in my, my brain matrix. <laughs> Where are we? So the, the Oracle <laughs> tells Leo that she isn't. No, ignorance is bliss. bliss. Straight after that, the did you see the harp being played? Straight after the ignorance is bliss. Yes. He goes. Doo, 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 yeah. Like yeah. A dream, like you know. Like. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, what puzzled me, like, it's a bit of a, a glitch in the matrix of the film, is like how he managed to pop up and meet Smith, and no one noticed. Uh, they weren't they preoccupied with what they were doing. No, because they all go and see the Oracle. Mm. Cypher's just sat there, and it's obviously a bit late at night, early hours of the morning, maybe. But he's gone on his own, hasn't he? He's yeah, but wouldn't they notice? I mean, he's either, if he's the guy who's supposed to be on watch, then they're a bit at risk. And they probably if presume. Like, it's like, I'm just probably the Matrix for a shag or something. Yeah, I mean, they probably, but they could trace what he was doing anyway. He's off ciphering some vagina again. Is, it, is, he, is he banging the... Don't just do it. I'm going to see the woman in the red. Yeah, it's a grade five snatch home. Yeah, you, have, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the electrode in the, the back of your... The highest greed. The electrode sticking out the back of your head while you're in the real world. You hang a do not disturb sign up uh, in the Matrix. <laughs> if this thing's a rocking, don't come and knock <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you know. But, that just did puzzle me a bit. Okay. But the, the oracles. Sorry, we'll go back to the oracle. Cause she's basically says to Neil that you're not the one. But you know, have a cookie. Mm. Have a cookie and a cookie. What's a cookie in the uh, computer terms? One of them things that tells. Fucking it. annoying because if you don't delete them after a certain amount of time, you you get memory fold up, don't you? There you go. I learned that. Wow, I didn't technical know that. Thing, isn't it? Am I right? Cookies and cache data and all that. 404 not found. Yeah. Hey! Hey, uh, Malaysian Airlines, that model plane was the 404th off the production line. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Future episode. Yeah. Turn the fucking frogs, gay! Where's my tinfoil hat? I found it. Okay, the Oracle gives Neo a cookie. It is a piece of personalised data. Ah, yeah. So does that cookie make him the one? Is that like an upgrade to him? Oh, could be. Well, above <laughs> in the kitchen there's a picture that says, uh, Know Thyself. Yes, it's in Latin. Mm. I don't remember what the Latin... Yeah, and the music that's playing is Duke Ellington's I'm Beginning to See the Light. Ah. There's so much in this fucking film. Well, there's a deleted scene where just after Neo... Uh, Bites into the cookie. There's a cameo from Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Put the cookie down <laughs> now. I'll tell you a story about this. I watched Predator the other night with oh, a friend awesome. from Spain. Yeah, and she watched the English version. Oh, and she's awesome. never heard Arnie's true voice. Never. Because it's always done oh, in Spanish. Don't, oh my god! Did she like it? She thought he sounded like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> no, how dare she? And then I made her go and watch the rest of Stallone. Yeah, not blew her mind. That blew her mind. Really? Oh, like, how did he get an acting role? Can't talk. <laughs> Well, he couldn't in his first film, could he? Hercules in New York yeah. couldn't speak English. Yeah, they they dubbed him. 
Yeah. Well, she meant that about Sly, but... Oh, right. <laughs> she thought well, Sly was worse than Arnie, but she didn't see, it's like... At least you can understand she Arnie. She's like, is that how he speaks? Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's how Arnie's... What do you, uh, it's we, famous that his voice is part of him. Right. Yeah. The thing is, Arnie... Like, I've never heard him speak before. It's always been dubbed in Spanish. That must be terrible. Yeah. It's mental, well, She's like, how can... Yeah, we sound like a retard. Well, because <laughs> the Spanish aren't known for being a particularly buff people, are they? You don't get many buff Spaniards knocking about. Well, many muscle-bound Spaniards. That's the thing, though. Which she assumed he had an American accent with a slight German. No, that's no. What she always See, thought. That's the thing. Arnold has got a heavy accent, but he hasn't got a fucking speech impediment. No. <laughs> which Sylvester definitely could. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that to do with um, paralysis on the side of his face? Something like a... a, a, uh. a, a it was like, a, like a miniature stroke or something like that he had as a child yeah, or something yeah. like that. He, I sense he could get punched so much in Rocky because he yeah, got to feel what's happening at the side. Punched and he talked normally before that. <laughs> Love the Rocky it. films. Love oh, me too. Uh, so where are we? Um, they go back to. Um, I tried to find the building they were in. It's like it was a massive apartment block. The the, mm. the, the, the Morpheus and Morpheus's crew, because okay. they seem to have certain points they come in, don't they? Mm. The certain lines they use. Mm phone lines they use and it's like a massive apartment block mm. and um, basically the cypher's dropped him in he's he's, yeah. he's set him up right uh, um, the police start raiding the building mm. but before that Neo sees um, gets deja vu he sees a black cat doesn't he he does a black cat yes he does see it again deja vu which is they change something in the matrix Glitch. which then most finds out that they've blocked the doorway with a wall that is actually one thing I remember that's quite annoying about this time period what year did this come out again um, so oh crap 97 I think 97 so around that time I would have done a lot of walking about with my friends 99 99 sorry. the year left. so I've been doing a lot of walking about and just sort of hanging about on the streets smoking cigarettes I guess and other things every time you saw a fucking black cat someone would say glitch in the matrix so I'm glad that's not a thing anymore yeah I do count deja vu as a glitch in the matrix though mm, deja vu is fucking weird though it isn't is. it I've only it's ever had it like once or twice quite a few times man, and it time. is weird yeah it's and I also have had things where you say say you say a word yeah, mm. and, and then like a second later you like, listen to a song and that word mm. they'll say that word something mm. like yeah, 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 little things like that. Um, uh, you're thinking something, then you hear it, yeah, and somebody say it on the radio. Yeah. And, um, but isn't there? A, there's a psychological explanation for something like that called like magical thinking or something. That yeah. Statistically, not that unlikely in the Your grand scheme of things. Your unconscious brain has worked but, out. But we have to attach meaning to yeah. everything, and like you know, whereas it's you know, in the grand scheme of things, not that statistically unlikely. That um, you know, you could think that word, and the rape person on the radio could say, because there are only so many words. But yeah, we will instantly think like, "Fuck, that's weird, man." It's yeah. A sign. Well, it is you because you only remember the times it happens. Yeah, not the. You never, you never remember the billion of times it doesn't happen, and everything just goes off as normally. You only remember the times that you. Very correct. You pick that out, don't you? Yeah. Um. So the the building is raided, and Mouse is killed. Um, oh, he goes down with yeah. he's got like two Almost. kind of tummy gun things. Not a major character, only usually saw maybe a pimp and complain about the vet complain that everything tasted like chicken. Yeah. Pretty much his entire contribution to the film. And before that he was in Home and Away. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. Australian, he's Australian. Didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he used to, he used to hang around with uh, with what was the guy's name? Alf. 
Oh, so he was one of the people Alf molested. Oh, did Alf molest? I've no idea, but Alf always <laughs> seemed a bit dodgy to me. Fat dude in a white shirt, you know. Flaming Nora. But yeah, oh man, away. So he gets killed. Bye bye, mouse. Yeah. See you later. Um, and I do like in these shooting scenes and action scenes, there's sort of bullets hitting walls and uh, stone and stuff. Those are all real squibs and it's not CGI. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's all very practical effects yeah, in this movie. And it yeah, it's fucking brilliant, doesn't it? Especially for the end shoot too, which yeah, of course oh, we'll get to. And, yeah, we'll get there. But no, it just, so it is a mix, because you think of this as being quite CGI, the whole, probably because of what happens in the second one. But And yeah, there's all the bullet time and stuff and the wild, but a lot of this is really practical effects. Yeah, the it is, yeah. work and, you know, there's guys doing a lot of their own stunts and fight scenes. It looks so much better. Uh, yeah, and it I, really I, does. And I genuinely do think that's where the sequels fall down. Mm-hmm. It's because they got that, that's a little bit better budget, me. they lost a bit of inventiveness, and mm. it suffered. Uh, I remember watching that scene with Neo Kid, sorry, jumping out, but, you know, fighting all those Smiths, and, like, I remember thinking, I should think this is cool, but it looks like a shit PS2 game. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, but anyway. But 90s CGI, early 90s, sorry, mm. late, um, late 90s, early 2000s CGI was, was not fantastic. Not up to what they were trying to do, too ambitious. Yeah. Um, but the Oracle does say to Neo that she's going to make the choice between him or Morpheus. It's his life or Morpheus' yeah. life. That's the only oh. kind of nugget of information she does give him. It's really. always about choice. It's always about choice. And I wrote, well, at least he got a cookie. <laughs> you know, Put the cookie down! <laughs> so, um, shoot, so, yeah, we get the shooter. Mouse is dead. And um, they go through they the, go wall, the wall. They climb down the gap between the walls. Um, Smith morphs into one of the policemen who finds him. There's a bit of a shootout. Morpheus then bursts through the wall. Well, Neo has to get out, doesn't he? Because of sneeze, isn't they? they sneeze. sneeze. Cypher gives the game away. Yeah. Because he's a prick. Classic. And they're fighting and nutting each other in the bathroom. Morpheus goes to a sink. Yeah. That fight again. The practical, all the dust all over Morpheus's shirt. And yeah, stuff. yeah. It's a fucking real... I mean, it does add to the scene as well. Oh, they're punching and the dust is bouncing mm. off from me. They get great. that from that's very um, a very Hong Kong martial arts cinema thing to do to put sort of white powder on each other and then actually make contact with the yeah. kicks and it gives that effect of like. Um, and we know the Wachowskis were obsessed with Hong Kong cinema, so yeah. And the uh, director of photography was yeah. He directed Drunken. Ah, there you go. But seeing Boxing, that that those kind of things, those sort of martial arts cinema tropes in this modern setting it's a you know a dude in a cool suit fighting a 50s another FBI dude, agent really. another dude yeah an agent in, in a smart bathroom in a in a tower block you know it, it, it's just fucking and it would have been the first time we'd seen all those elements of styles and influences mashed together in a in a film uh, yeah, at that time yeah. 97 you know um, which is why it was so fucking <laughs> yeah, mind blowing was... one of the reasons and I remember being just being absolutely blown away yeah. by all of this because I was well into my uh, martial arts films at that time. Yeah, 16. I'd just seen Ghost in the Shell about that time. There you go, yeah, me too. Um, I loved it. Uh, so it, this was so in my wheel because I'd, I'd seen Ghost in the Shell by this time. I'd probably for about th- three, four years been quite heavily into Jackie Chan uh, and Hong Kong. So all these things coming together yeah, in I one... I prefer Bruce Lee, I did the... Uh, well, I grew up on Bruce Lee. You know, well. mm. I grew up watching Bruce Lee because my dad liked him, uh, but I got really into Jackie Chan. Um, he's fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, so this, so this scene, I just remember 
first time seeing it being blown away and I rewatched it on YouTube and I was like yeah this is fucking brilliant because it looks practical and real we've been we see too many superhero fights now where you know either the background CGI or the oh, yeah, you know yeah. some you know what I mean this I fucking love this fight it's brilliant fair yeah. play to Lawrence Fishburne and and apparently Agent Smith, the actor, what's the actor's Hugo name? Weaving. Hugo Weaving hurt himself quite badly making this movie. He had to have a surgery apparently. Wow. On a hip possibly. I might be He plays it a great role. Oh, he's awesome. I think yeah. he's pretty much great in everything he's in. This is the first uh, time I'd ever seen him, I think, in anything. Uh, I mean, he, obviously V for Vendetti plays the entire film oh, behind a awesome. mask and he's still, it's still fucking brilliant. It's obviously you know? Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Lord of the Rings and... Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, he's been, he's been in some decent films over the years. Isn't he? He's the voice of Megatron in the first Transformers. Um, yes, he is. You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does quite a good job. Um, so yeah, where, where does this fight turn out then with old Morpheus? Doesn't go well for Morphe. Doesn't, does it? He what? gets um, beaten up by the by Smith, and then the police come in and uh, arrest. him. After beating him up a bit more with batons, yeah, they uh, handcuffed arrest him. Or is that later? No, it's later. Bit, ironically, Morpheus tells Smith because he says. Um, He's got him in a chokehold, and he mm. says, uh, "And Smith says like his name, doesn't he? He's, yeah. Which one? He's Smith." Mm. He, and the Morpheus says, the "A black man tells a white man, you all look the same to me.'" <laughs> <laughs> Which I found quite amusing. <laughs> turning, turning with yeah. a racism on its head there. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Good stuff. Um, Morpheus is captured by the agents. The rest of the, the, the crew managed to mm. make their escape from Cipher, who made his exit first. Yeah, he gets captured. And then they stage a um, car crash. A car crash. Because he's on the phone to Tank, who can obviously see what's going on in code version. Yeah. So he's oh yeah, it was um. He looks around. Oh, there's a car on fire. It was a car accident. Knowing uh, full well that Tank sees that car. Oh, oh right, okay. Gets right. him out. Mm. Problem is that Cypher's obviously working the the uh, the bad guy angle in this, isn't he? Yeah. So he he first he gets a, a gun from the future is the best way to describe this thing. Uh-huh. A, a lightning gun of some Ooh. description. It shoots lightning. Mm-hmm. That's a fair. I, I would say that's a fair name. Yeah. Tesla yeah. coil. Tesla oh, coil. Mini, Tesla gun. Man. Test man. Portable Tesla, Tesla cannon. Tesla cannon. Love it. <laughs> um, but he kills Dozer, mm-hmm. and he attempts to kill Tank. Yeah. Um, and I did write funky future gun. I was quite wasted for <laughs> this part of the film. Hey, Brick, is that, a fu- is that a gun from the future? And he just <laughs> nods. <laughs> Doesn't he just smile? smile. Yeah. I love the Anchorman fights. They are fantastic. Brick. Um, yeah. But at this point, he's strutting around like he's cock of the walk, Cypher. He's, mm. he's got them all. He's got them all at, them, uh, at his mercy, hasn't he? He's playing he God. Every- he outsmarted Morpheus. Yeah. The smartest yeah. man there is. He's, the devil is playing God at this point. Yeah, and what does uh, Trinity say to him when she finds out? God damn you, Cypher. Yeah. Because she's God, obviously, because she's the Trinity. Ah. Yeah. Right. before in the, the last episode, yeah. Should it be Oracle damn you? Yeah, also a valid point. Uh... I'd give her a valid point. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't mentioned wanting to have sex with anybody yet this episode. So no, that's true. The Oracle will get no, it. We've been pretty good, actually. Yeah, I'll shout the Oracle. Really? Yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> I, I always had the impression that APOC was doing Switch in this movie. Well, somebody's got to They seem quite pally. Do uh, you know what they call the Switch? Because they wanted to make a... Um, so she'd be a female, and then when she goes to the Matrix, she'd be a male. Oh. All right. So switch, sex, yeah. switch gender-like. So but they didn't go through it because they thought it would be too confusing. In other words, tranny. 
Yeah, well, what, <laughs> what, what the brothers, the Sorry. brothers became the sisters. Ah, they did that in real life. So that's they? probably why they wanted to do it. Yeah, uh, so they wanted a bit of transgender thing in yeah. there. Well, why not? Um, but um, Cypher kills them both, Apoch and Switch, by unplugging them. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he's he's sat on top of Morbid, and he's at one point saying, "Surprise, asshole! You didn't see this one coming." And hey, then that's but can, if, but can, the, if, you, if yeah. he really is the one, can there's I, no way I can pull this switch. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. Can his plug be pulled? Is it all fate, which annoys me a little bit? It's going to need a miracle now. Yeah, which you and get. What do we get? A miracle resurrection. A deus ex mechanica, almost. Yeah. And what does he say to him when he's about to kill him? Uh, believe it or not, asshole, you're still going to burn. You're going to burn, yeah. Which is obviously hell. hell. So that, does, that, does that make Tank some kind of archangel? I guess so, yeah. Could be. It's very religious. This film, and it's very yeah, but the, the blends philosophy and religion. It's it's it's, it's well deep. But the moral of this is furious kung fu. Oh, yeah, yeah. The moral of the story is in this scenario, pull the fucking plug. I think don't feel the need to explain yourself. Mm. Just do it. Yeah, but that's his ego getting away. Isn't it? He wanted to feel superior over them and let them know. Wanted to lord it over him. Yeah. See, typical ego, sister idiot, you know, getting in the way. The achievement isn't enough for him. He wants them to know he's achieved it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know what he was going to do? He had a thing for Trinity. He should have just, he, what, he, what he was going to do, I tell you though, this was going to go down in Cypher's mind, right? He's going to pull the plug on Neo, uh-huh. and then he's going to have sex with Trinity's body, and tell her he is while he's doing it. Cause she's still on the phone at this point because he fancied her, he, he loved did, her, he did. and you get the feeling that's the way it was going to go. <laughs> I, I can't judge the guy, <laughs> it would have probably crossed my mind. But, um, he was going to tell her what he was doing to her while he was doing it to her, me, yeah. Wait, and an, then he was going to unplug her. He's an egomaniac, yeah. isn't he? And then he would have unplugged her. That's 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 why I think that was going to go down he would have based on the fact. And then unplugged her. Based on the fact that I've, I've just finished watching Mindhunter on Netflix and I know consider myself an expert in criminal psychology. Oh, uh, good on you. Mm. So, what happens then, then? Where are we? Tank shows up and he kills Cypher using yeah. the, the gun from the future. Using the... Uh, the lightning gun. The lightning Tesla, Tesla cannon. cannon. Tesla cannon. Excellent. And we cut Fuck then yeah. to Morpheus being held in the, in the interrogation room. I love this scene. On the chair. Handcuffed. One of the best scenes in the film. Um, basically, that Smith needs the codes to Zion, doesn't he? He needs the access codes to the mainframe so that the machines can get in and destroy it, or at least take the people hostage. So we can go home. So and Smith wants to go. What? What? what then he's where he's home for Smith. That's it. Is he just? He's a program. Yeah, he, he just gets recycled back to the Matrix. And oh, so he just gets another role. He's just finished yeah. his his task, hasn't he? Imagine yeah. him being a program with a task. You'd feel incompleted, wouldn't you? I imagine until your task yeah. is achieved. That would be built into your programming, so, wouldn't yeah, it? So yeah. going home is just completing. I would imagine complete the task, and yeah. so I could be kind of free, I guess, from yeah. this. Yeah. And like you say, recycled, given a new one. Well, the, yeah. In a way, the machine is using propaganda, saying you know, you, once you complete your task, you can go home. But really, it means deletion and recycling. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Into another. Agent probably into another agent well, program. Yeah, because there's still got to be agents in the Matrix. There's still got to be a Matrix, hasn't there? Yeah. Um, but oh, I like he says that the first Matrix was designed to be a paradise, 
but it was a disaster and our our brains and our human brains wouldn't accept it yeah. and we define our existence through suffering yeah so the more real something the more the we're suffering the more the real machines wouldn't accept the failure they thought it was perfect didn't they they thought yeah. we'd create this perfect world but they say the entire crops were lost. That's right, yeah, so it's, that's what we are today, and we are we're, crops We're more matches. psychologically complex than the, even a machine could comprehend. Well, he says, I believe, as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. A perfect world was like a dream that your primitive cerebrum was trying to wake up from. I was literally about to say, imagine if you were... You know when, have you ever experienced this? It's called apparently lucid dreaming. I can't quite do it, but this, this happens to me. I realise I'm dreaming in the dream. And I have decide had that to in, wake in up. the past, yeah. Um, Use it a really good part. Yeah, apparently it's a sign of intelligence, don't you know? But yeah, yeah I've had it quite a few times where like, it becomes apparent to me that I am dreaming. And I have the conscious thought, this is a dream, wake up, and boom, I wake up. Yeah. Now, Let's say everything was so perfect. At some point, you would start to think this must be a dream, and it would, yeah, your conscious would probably not be able to take it. Yeah, uh, you would be questioning, wouldn't you? Like this, trying to wake up from a reality that you can't wake up from. Probably, yeah, like you say, they lost the whole crops because our brains probably just frazzled. <laughs> yeah, man. And then he, he takes out his earpiece, doesn't he? That's right. So the others can't hear. He's disconnected sign. from the Matrix now. And the other agents come in later and say, "What are you doing? Because you're not meant. Obviously, you're not meant to do yeah. that. It's your link." And he says, uh, "He says he goes on to describe human beings as a virus, didn't he?" That's right. He said they can cons- consume all resources and move on. Human beings are a cancer on this planet, a plague, and we are the cure. And he says, uh, "I hate this, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. I can taste your stink." Every time I do, I feel like I've been infected by it. It's repulsive. I must get out of here. I must get free. Sounds like we've had a trip to the shopping centre. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he's, got, he's gone nuts now, hasn't he? Oh, God, he is rogue as fuck. Yeah. He's all thinking about himself. I mean, he's, he's breached his programming, yeah. hasn't he? And he's a programmer. He, he, I like that bit. He's, he's about the smell. Yeah. You know, what is smell to him? He's in a program. He can't... He, well, he is a code. That's yeah. all he is, effectively. Yeah, but when he's in the main... Same as all of us. Isn't he... Rep- isn't he like a replica of a human like a so does he have senses like well, a human yeah he's like uh, the smell if that's you know whatever that is yeah that that form he's taken in the matrix must have human senses i guess so what if like in the matrix there are some humans sort of uh still rocking around unplugged in terms of but working with the machines to police the matrix as such what if smith mm. is like actually a human in the matrix so going home means he gets unplugged oh so he has a physical body outside so he has a physical body inside so the matrix program isn't he so he is, they did you know, as far as some of the agents knows. could be though i see yeah. what you're saying they could, that could be a cool fucking angle on it actually their, their bodies in the real world are somewhere within the machines hide out somewhere yeah and yeah they plug in going to the matrix to fight their own kind i guess because they'd rather work for the machines than go to a rave yeah in, 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 an underground rave well, they probably do that in the off time. Mm. Ah, they do, they do a lot of it though. Really. <laughs> uh, so what happens now? Well, now you've got a choice of um, pulling the plug on Morpheus mm-hmm. and saving Zion, which does unfortunately have the side effect of killing Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, the logical choice, really, is you yeah, just pull that damn plug, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Sacrifice what you do. Him. 
Just like, you know, you were ready to sacrifice my wife in the apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse, guys. Oh, she yeah, was sorry. a zombie. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, but the, agents, the agents know that Cypher's failed now, don't they? Yeah, And they, they say, oh, they're, they're going to pull the plug because that's a logical thing to do. Yeah. But they don't. And Smith says, ah, look, even now, you know, your love or whatever he says, isn't it? He says, he's sort of holding you back from doing what that's you right, do. That's right. I would just pull the plug. Because the machines are like, oh, he's failed. Oh, they're going to pull the plug. Yeah. yeah no, right. to pack up and go home because that's a logical thing to them. Yeah. And that bastard Morpheus, I'm telling you, <laughs> he did not fully explain to me the actual extent <laughs> of taking that red pill. He undersold that like a he motherfucker. He said nothing about the shit knitwear, <laughs> the cold goop, the homebrew alcohol. <laughs> The shit rave music. The shit rave music. <laughs> the gloop. The gloop. Or whatever the fuck the yeah. sludge you have to eat. Yeah. I'd it's have, cold all the fucking time. I'd have pulled that fucking thing out the back of his head and jammed it straight <laughs> up his arse. <laughs> oh my god, you think there's an anal socket? And then, and then probably, and suffocated him with blue pills. <laughs> Bastard. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. What happened in the real film? Um, in the real film, they don't. And um, <laughs> they don't do that. And um, Neo says that um, he's going to go back in. And Trinity says, well, you know, fuck you. I'm the ranking officer on this ship and I'm coming with you. They get loaded into the program where um, they they get everything they need. And Neo says, "Um, I'm going to splice this um, into a bit of uh, uh, topical humour. Topical yet controversial humour. Neo, what is the line? The same line that every NRA spokesman says after a mass shooting... (laughs) Guns, we need guns, lots of guns. Uh, uh, like now is not the time to talk about gun control. I'm just, just when po- is the time? <laughs> just pointing out that's what the NRA say. If there's more guns, then again, again. so he says lots of guns. Yes. What do you need? We need guns, right. lots, lots of, of guns. 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 Lots of gu- I, again. And this is a great scene. I love the way that Neo's trench coat flaps in the breeze oh, as the, yeah. the, the massed racks of guns just got. And there's everything there. He cocks an MP a HK5 M- wrong, which is fantastic because I thought he'd known how to fucking do that. Well, again, and, the first time I remember seeing us in a cinema, this scene has been like, fucking. Yeah, oh, God, it was fantastic. Hell. It was great. That's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're wearing trench coats that are flapping oh. in the breeze and the fucking guns oh. are going in. 17 year old boy, this was just. Exactly, just yeah. the, the idea of being able to just manifest in with thought whatever the fuck you needed before yeah. you went back into the quote unquote real world to go and yeah. fucking cut. Do some ah. shit, put some <laughs> shit go down. To go and save your mentor and like fight the fucking evil agents and. Oh, there's like a metal detector, isn't there? And he, he puts the. And there's a bomb in a bag, isn't there? Yeah, the Trinity really. There must have been some weight in that bag because you can see um, uh, what's her name, Carrie Ann Moss, mm. actually sort of struggling to hold uh, it at one point in in this in the, yeah, this okay. following it's season. Slight, slight um, shades of Terminator Two, would you say? Where they yeah. walk into the office building yeah. uh, to start yeah. kicking some shit, you know? Yeah. And the security guards like. I feel oh, sorry for these guys. Or metal objects. <laughs> and Neo pulls back his, his oh, rather suave looking wool trench coat and he is let's say he's festooned <laughs> oh what a word <laughs> with um, wow. with guns this is with... a podcast that brings you hubris and festooned on a roll boys festooned he is literally <laughs> dripping with guns dripping with guns <laughs> <laughs>
And I feel sorry for these guys, right? Because they're just like your rent-a-cop security guards. Yeah. Yeah. They've got families at home. They're on minimum wage. One's reading a paper. And Neo just guns them down. It is tragic. Without mercy. Without no mercy. They're terrorists, damn it, Mike. I'm telling you, my opinion changed of this crew when I saw this scene. Yeah, but those, they're rent-a-cops. But they're being rented by... The evil agent. But they that don't takes, know that. They just takes you back to clerks. That does, and the argument. Uh, the argument about the contractors That's on the it. Death Star. Yeah. If you're not familiar, uh, for listeners, uh, you know I'm paraphrasing it, but basically the conversation is there. There would have been the second Death Star was under construction yeah. whilst destroyed, and so there would have been a lot of you would imagine innocent, independent contractors, yeah, plumbers, you know, floorers, plasterers, plasterers. Yeah. Electricians, um, laser engineers. Yeah, all that. The the laser engineers are the tightest deadline of all. I want to give a shout out to them because they had to get that working before everything was finished. (laughs) See, now the argument is though. So all those people would have been blown up when the second. Now, were those people? Did they deserve to get blown up because they knew? You know, they took on dangerous work. They knew they were going to go and build something for the for the empire. But then again, were they given a choice? Did they know? Yeah. Or you're gonna die. Or I'll kill your family. Yeah. Was or it that we'll sort of situation. No, Either way, a lot of innocent people mm. were killed on that well, second without, death. Without spell. knowing the socio-economic structure of the Galactic Empire, <laughs> knowing that whether there are independent businessmen or you know slave labour, we can't we, that, we can't make con- that decision. Oh, exactly. We can't make that judgment. You've got to contract that shit out, Jordan. Of course you have. You've got to have businessmen. I mean, you've got to have people. You can't have slaves, no. untrained slaves, building something. Exactly. Blocks. There's Pal- a lot of circuitry. Palpatine's a dictator. Mm. He wants the money. The money all comes mm. through him eventually. Right. If they're making a few quid on the side, what's it matter to him as long as they're loyal? Mm, but people, uh, just I'm just saying. So. Well, the problem is when he turns up for a surprise visit. That's, that's, that's <laughs> it. What did you mean there's a third of it missing? You promised me you'd have this done by now. Also, the French is... Typical all... builder's estimate. <laughs> <laughs> it's late and it's going to cost you twice as much. You'd best, you best have covered up that fucking hog's horse, Vent, I'm telling you. And then he uses the force to get the builders lift his jeans up to cover his builder's <laughs> <laughs> You're disgust me. <laughs> he could technically use the force to change the quote, though, couldn't he? That's not the price you quoted me. Just <laughs> wave his hand. <laughs> Also, probably, also, the, the, when that Death Star went up, it probably would have vaporised any life on Endor. Uh, it was in quite a, well, a, a lot close proximity to a, such a small moon. It's true. So, but the, back, back to the renter cups, though. Um, yeah, I feel sorry I, for these oh, guys. No, 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 I say fuck them. Yeah, you know why I say fuck them? Because, one, they, they're working for Agent Smiths, and two, every fucking time I go into Tesco's, I don't know what it is about me, <laughs> but any shop I go into, they follow me. They start adjusting... The shelves next to me. I'm, I'm not. I do smoke a lot. I'm not paranoid. They, <laughs> they fuck renter cops. If I was living in the Matrix and I knew I could kill people in the Matrix who aren't real, hang on. If you die in the Matrix, I know we've probably already covered this. Yeah, you die in real. So what? The the robot just comes and harvests you then. No, no, no. Once the the mind is separated mm. from the body, mm. the body can't exist with the mind. So the so mind. You, if Gaz is killing Matrix people. Yeah. Then they're just going to take that body at the at the the gel, well, they feed, it, feed it inconveniently, recycle yeah. it back to the the living because yeah. that's how the one keeps carrying on. Well, that it? person was fucked anyway because they were living in a pod. So yeah, I say well, yeah. fuck it. And they say that um, that they defend the, the hostile to anybody that is attacking the Matrix, isn't it? That they're, they're mm. so programmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're a danger. They're an enemy as well. So yeah, fuck them. But shoot. this is the start of one of, if not the. Um, 
the best shootouts ever put on film. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, there is literally walls exploding. Yeah. There's, there's there's running up walls. There's shooting at cool angles. Neo at one point does a fucking one-handed cartwheel and shoots with four guys on M16. It's it's great. It's fucking awesome. It's I got yeah. If you've, you've not seen the movie, and then, the thing well, is, first of all, while you're listening, go and watch it. Yeah. And second of all. Just come and agree with us how great it is. And the thing is, that might sound ridiculous, Neo doing a cartwheel and shooting, but within the constraint, the, the narrative that they've set up, this, the story structure they've set up of the Matrix means we know Neo can do fantastical mm-hmm. things yeah. in the Matrix. So it's not like you sat there going, oh, that's that. You know he can do this shit, yeah. so it just makes it even, you're just like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's like in the second film when he flies and he's Superman. Uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I, I love this. Again, we, we touched on earlier just the fact that practical effects, the amount of squibs and um, debris blowing everywhere and going, it's fu- it just looks fantastic. And in a lot of movies today, I'm not an expert, I think the more budget you've got, the less of it you see, but in a lot of movies, they don't actually use live rounds anymore, they just add digital, uh, they add good... Um, muzzle flash and... You'd add muzzle flash, yeah, yeah. Uh, digitally and even cartridges coming out. Um, yeah, you could probably you have to erase, erase the um, the blank firing attachments uh, as well because they're on the yellow things you get on the end of the so muzzle. So it's just an actor literally pointing something, going. Yeah, they just put all that in, yeah. And then, whereas you know, if you've got a bigger budget, you actually fire rounds and you can see that it all happening. And there's real rounds going off here, like or you know, real fake rounds. Chances are the the um, the shoot a lot of the shooting mm. in this because it's it's M16s on fully automatic. Mm. And they're launched. They're not firing little bursts. They are mm. letting rip, aren't they? And you, your recall would be so they are pretty CGI in that effect. Mm. In as well, and then doing the because they, they literally did make the walls explode in this, didn't they? Oh, yeah. the, the practical effect rather than the CGI. The squibs. So that would probably be CGI gunfire, practical effects, mm. walls exploding. I thought personally. It's awesome. Okay, so they, they've got through that bit. The they get down. through, and they that bag that Trinity is struggling to hold mm. is a bomb. Oh. It's a big ass bomb, and they destroy the ground floor. With that don't they? Effectively cutting off any hope of reinforcement. I think destroy the lift, mm-hmm. and they get out to the roof. And the fight. There's a bit of a fight scene on the roof to start, mm. and they're killing some more sort of SWAT team. They're not army, are they? These guys. They're like SWAT team yes. guys. We see a bit and of bullet time, yeah, don't we? Well, you get this one guy like goes to like stab one of them. I can't remember mm. which one it is, and you've just like you're that dude, yeah. Right, your gun's gone. Yeah. You, you found yourself in hand-to-hand combat with these people. They've just wasted about fucking sixty of your mates on the way up here. At what point do you not just go, you know what, fuck this, and drop the knife and do one? Yeah. As an independent human living in that reality, yeah, he said, "No, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take kung fu bird down with this fucking knife." <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets a knife in his head. Well, and I felt sorry for his wife and kids back at home. Yeah. You presume he's got them. He well, wasn't he might good have. enough. All their brothers have got guns, and he wasn't good enough to have a gun. Well, I think he had it kicked out of his hands, probably, because he, uh, he ended up hand-to-hand with them. And it, yeah, well, fuck him. Again, he's a bad guy. Stop being sorry for bad guys, man. I can't... I'm excited, Ben. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> so then they find... Obviously, they, they get the word that on the roof. The helicopter pilot is reporting what's going on, and an agent morphs into him. Mm-hmm. And then we get the, the first sort of proper Neo, the one, bullet time after... Um, Neo has emptied his last two remaining uh, guns at 
well, pistols, if I want to be technically mm. correct, <laughs> at um, the agent who just sort of blurs his way out of everything that's come at him. Uh, it's quite cool scene. He dodges bullets. He dodges bullets. And the agent returns fire. And Neo also dodges a bullet. And you get the cool leaning back, the ripple of the bullet going round, and it's it's bullet fucking time. awesome. I've bullet never, time. I've never seen anyone move that fast. I've never seen anyone move. You move like they do. She yeah, says. Not fast enough. Yes, yeah, so he does get grazed, but he's all right because it's a film. Yeah. He's, he's the one. Flesh wounds. Just a flesh wound. Just a flesh wound. What other types of freaking wounds are there? Uh-huh. It's no. a bone wound. <laughs> yeah, and the flesh wound it had to go through the flesh to get to the bone didn't it yeah. it's a bone and a flesh wound <laughs> it's just it's a, a brain wound it's just a wound can you, why can you still speak <laughs> it's a brain wound <laughs> flesh do, do you get what I mean they're all flesh wounds aren't they or, yeah but these are all greys they should do, it's, it's just a just um, a greys he was going too fast it's just a it's just a yeah alright sorry yeah it gets clipped okay um, Trinity then gets uploaded the knowledge to um, to fly a helicopter, which is and I would like a chain gun for Xmas, please, gentlemen. If you're gonna get me anything, because there's one on this helicopter, and it looks quite fun. Um, this point, they fly up. They find Morpheus Tangas, I presume, located Morpheus in this building. Neo rips through it, the room, the well, the floor really, with his chain gun. He actually, the agents don't get in the way of this, do they? No. They're not getting in the way of chain guns. Uh, That's why we need a chain gun for the show. And they actually kill all the agents, don't they? They do. That's why we need a chain gun, manned by the cat, in the hallway, pointing at the front door. Uh, Nothing will ever be as cool as Arnold Schwarzenegger hand-holding one of those in Terminator 2. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a... What an image. Yeah. And Blaine, a predator. Uh, yeah. and, and Mac, don't get Mac. Uh, is it even possible to hold one? <laughs> Gonna have me some fun. Well, Jesse Ventura and Mac can, obviously. Well, yeah. Jesse, the Jesse, the body Ventura, he can hold a chain gun. Well, rip his arms off. <laughs> um, uh, my only impression of him I could do is him from the wrestling when, because his co-commentator was Gorilla Monsoon. That's right. And the yeah. way he always said Gorilla. 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 <laughs> oh, Gorilla. He's a show on RT now, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he's a complete... Consp- in the world of conspiracy theories, uh, he's he's right up there. Well, he's an ex-Minnesota, um, was he? Yeah, governor, the governor, governor of Minnesota, Minnesota and a former Navy SEAL. Well, I think he exaggerates that a bit. He was... Uh, he was in Vietnam, he's a vet. I don't know if he did much... So I don't I know what he did Navy SEAL-wise, but... I don't think he actually did much... Because uh, he gets quite shirty about it, but he, well, I'm not saying he wasn't in it. But allegedly, anyway, and he does sue people. So uh, allegedly, yeah. sorry, Jesse, I'm actually a big fan. Love your JFK stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's good man. He's got. Uh, I like his son as well, Tyrell. I don't know him. He has a show on RT as well. Oh, watching the Hawks, it's pretty good. Oh, I wish we had a show. Everyone's got a show. Yeah. Oh, we got podcasts. Hey, hey, close enough. So after Neo has shot up the agents and the room. Morpheus manages to break free of his, his handcuffs, which must take a bit of doing, I thought. Yeah. You know, he'd been drugged. Makes a dash for it. But fortunately, sure. the, the well, not unfortunately for Morpheus, the agents morph into the guards outside the room who decided to stay perfectly still while mass gunfire ripped through <laughs> the room <laughs> they're supposed to be guarding. Probably shitting themselves in terror. Still so still. But it is literally a f- couple of seconds, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's slowed down at the time. Well, of course. Because, but um, 
Morpheus grabs Neo, jumps at the helicopter to grab Morpheus, who gets shot in the leg by an age a newly sort of morphed in Agent Smith. Son of a Smith. Uh, but so right, Neo jumps at the helicopter, meets him halfway, grabs him. Yeah. But in the meantime, the Sentinels have been deployed to the ship mm. by Smith and his agent buddies. In the real world. In the real world. Outside of the Matrix. Yeah, never send a human to do a machine job. That's right. That, yeah. Cypher fails, obviously. <laughs> Fucking human. Yeah. Smith shoots the helicopter, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He does. Neo saves Morpheus and Trinity in this because the helicopter crashes into the building, the fuel line's gone. Mm. You know, Morpheus realises that Neo is in fact the one. Because he can do some mad shit <laughs> in that Matrix sun. He's, yeah. like, he's like the Matrix equivalent of somebody on a BMX doing mad jumps and spins and stuff. And you're like, how do they do that? The BMX and the Angel Summoner. <laughs> BMX Bandit. <laughs> Summoner. And the yeah. Angel Summoner. That's, That's it. it. Mitchell and Webb. I hey. mentioned them before. So, yeah. So and I love the effect of the, I, I do love the effect when the helicopter crashes into the skyscraper. Mm. The, 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 the way the glass ripples out looks fucking the great. The reverberations are quite wonderful. Yeah. Awesome visuals. The thing is, you know, even that point, Neo says, like, oh, the Oracle said I wasn't the one. Mm. And Morgan says, oh, yeah, she told you what you wanted to hear. What a shit Oracle. That's yeah. my point. She's a bit of a manipulative bitch. Well, yeah. Well, I might be able she's to pulling the strings, man. I think she's a puppet master. She's trying to get Neo and uh, Trinity together. Yeah, because she's already told that Trinity, she said to yeah. Trinity that she would fall in love with the one. She's like, a that's why she never felt anything for Cypher with, his, yeah. with his, the coolest goatee in the apocalypse. Well, she didn't feel anything for him because he's a dirty rat bastard. Yeah, but it was her rejection that led to him being a dirty rat bastard. Uh, I don't know, I think it was at stake. God rejected Cypher. Yeah. That's what it Boom! Is. I've just philosophized. Oh. Do you well, know what, Cypher? Go. Get used to it because God rejected me a long fucking <laughs> time ago. Although he's been quite nice to me, actually, really. Yeah. I'm more inclined to believe in him when life's not a big pile of shit. I only believe in our Lord's uh, uh, Lord and Saviour uh, sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a deity I can get behind. Mm. Blessed it, bless it be thy pastry crust. Yeah. <laughs> only if it's fucking warm though. Right? <laughs> and deliver us from cold, soggy sausages. Yeah. Do, a, do a test for me out there then, listeners. See, I can't be the only one who's crippled with fear by asking if it's hot or not. Let's see if we can all just build ourselves to do it and maybe it will break the social norms we'll break down the barriers of prejudice and we'll make it okay to ask yeah is that hot tell us on, on facebook yeah at um quitting through the ball did you get a hot sausage <laughs> <laughs> did you get a hot sausage roll from greg's sorry back to the film <laughs> <laughs> they basically end up uh, they get onto tank he tells them there's a, a, an exit in the subway morpheus goes through first it's all going down peachy. You think our film's going to a nice end here? It's been, yeah. some, it's been some fun. We've had laughs. We've had thrills. There's a we homeless had guy, joy, though. We had fun. <laughs> we've had bullets in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and lightning guns. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then Trinity doesn't want to answer the phone, does she? Morpheus goes through. Trinity, no, this is the time to have a fucking heart-to-heart. Isn't it? Oh... You must be the one. Oh, because, you know, I've got something to tell you. But the one that the Oracle told me. There's a homeless guy changing to an agent just over the fucking track. Right? 
Get on the damn phone, woman. God's sake. Get on the phone. Get zapped out of there. Yeah. And just let everybody go. Now is not the time. Not the time. Literally, in 30 seconds, we can both be on a ship in the real world. Tell me on the fucking spaceship! (laughs) You're trying to tell me that a woman is trying to pick an inappropriate time to talk about her feelings. (laughs) Yes! I don't believe it. Yes! As controversial as that is. Yes! I do agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Them them tweezers are working fucking wonders, aren't they? Oh, the battle of the sexes. But yeah, back to bashing women. Fucking Trinity. No, but seriously though, it was. I blame her. Yeah, you're like, just just fucking. But is this ordained? Because obviously we. She does get out in the end. Mm. She's the last one out because Smith shoots the phone. She literally escapes at the very last possible second, leaving poor old Nia with Mm. Smith. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? Can't live with him, can't live without him. Well, he can't run, but he chooses not to. He does, he stands. And he has an epic fight. Yes. There's lots of gunfire, there's a lot of kung fu. Yes. There's some cool dust going motion on the yes. as, in the movements. There's that cool little, yes. um, I don't know what martial art it is, but he waves his fingers as to say, come uh, on then, uh, you uh, bitch. Yeah, there is a special martial art for that. I've forgotten what it is. Is it called, come on, you bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking have you. Is that what it's called? I hope it is. It uh, might well be. It's, it's probably an advantage of drunken boxing. <laughs> like, Come on, you fucking bitch. I'll have you. Or waving your fingers. Into, yeah. So, yeah, it was an epic fight. It was. Um, he does manage to escape from Smith by uh, slamming him in front of a train, effectively, doesn't he? Have that. Have it. And goes on the run. Steals a dude's phone. I love that. Piece. Hey, that guy took my phone. And then he morphs into an agent. And his life is immediately destroyed. I assume every time they morph into someone, that body must die in the Matrix. No, because uh, when they morph back out, that's a dead person, isn't it? Like a dead police officer. Yeah, so they get they do actually get shot. It leaves if a dead body. Shot, so that person just they, gets... If they don't get shot, then I assume they just... Become, become that person. Yeah, you know, what about that dude's family? Are they gonna just notice that daddy's like an agent? Or <laughs> <laughs> there's a little girl holding the mommy's hand. Yeah, and, the, and, the, and she looks up and it's an agent. You're yeah. like, well, so is that agent her, his mom? Her mom now? Or <laughs> it's like, is it like imprinting on? Does he, I think does that he have to come like, back every now and again to make her dinner. Is it like, like what ducklings have imprinting? I think that's I predict some psychological damage for that little girl. Yes, yeah, so do I. Fairly severe. His mummy now looks like a 1950s F, uh, fucking FBI agent. <laughs> and they're all ginger. <laughs> mm. Well, you know, don't be gingerist. I'm not, I'm just pointing out the fact they're all ginger. <laughs> As we know, gingers have no souls. <laughs> that explains it. There we go. Perfect agents. <laughs> But while Smith, uh, Neo is on the run, the Sentinels in the, in the real world are trying to breach the hull of, of the Nebuchadnezzar. They, when they do breach the hull, Smith actually corners Neo in, in an apartment block and, and he shoots him repeatedly in the chest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an execution, isn't it? Yeah. Never shot him in the head, though. Just, just unloaded everything into the chest. Well, he didn't want to deal with the blood and, you know, the mess. His head he's firing a 50 cal most of Neo back Neo's back is missing at that point you should point. always know you go one in, one in the chest one in the head double tap yeah. or two in the head preferably well you know or you can do the Mozambique triple tap which is two in the chest <laughs> the, most. <laughs> the what? the Mozambique triple tap it's a pistol it's a pistol, pistol shooting technique I've, I've, I've learned that 
Triple yeah, it was developed in Mozambique. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an African dance. It is, but it is actually a toot the, toot the chest of what they had. Okay. You do the triple, I'll, triple I'll tap with the cha-cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a triple tap. <laughs> you ain't going to do the cha-cha-cha after a successful one. <laughs> okay, so after the Mozambique tap, what happens? Yeah. <laughs> now this isn't any test shooting technique. He just unloads into oh, his chest. Uh, the, the Mozambique chest technique. Yeah. <laughs> Neo's dead. Neo's dead. He says he's oh. an agent. Checks his pulse. He says he's gone. And Smith says uh, goodbye, Mr. Anderson. You're goodbye, not Mr. Anderson. Goodbye. Trinity in the real world is struggling to uh, get Neo to snap the fuck out of it, effectively. Uh, telling him that she was told by the uncle that she would fall in the wa- love with the one. Well, if you'd have waited till you got to the ship to tell him that, dickhead, you wouldn't yeah. be in this situation. Exactly. You uh, wouldn't have robot squids yeah. lasering their way through <laughs> your the fucking hole. hole about to kill you all. Just, just in future, Trinity, save that shit for when you're back home. All we're saying is bear it in mind. Yeah. We're not judging. We're just saying. And she tells Neo to wake up, and there is, a, and he responds. Because he's the one. He's been. He's dead, and now he's back. Jesus Christ! And it didn't take. And it didn't take three days. No. Like, ah, they're three all dead. Minutes. And he's resurrected with even more power. With he knowledge. is because he sees. Jesus Christ does, doesn't he? He sees uh, everything in the code of the Matrix, yeah. doesn't he? I see everything. And he then, well, they all shoot at him. The three agents shoot at mm-hmm. him, and he just sort of turns around. And goes, no. Yes. No. And stops them. Has a little look. Yes. With Starts plucking them out the air, oh, yeah. playing around with them. He can control the world. He can. He must be the one. And the hallway bulges around him because he dives into Smith, doesn't he? Yeah. And just destroys, or supposedly destroys his entire yeah. programming. Yeah, destroys it with pure light. Ah. God. Now, yeah. as well. I'm, this is key to the theory I'm going to propose to you in a, in a few moments mm-hmm. when we get to the end. Because, yes, he smashes through him into him, doesn't he? So, what's the result of this? The two other agents see that happen and just leg it. Yeah, they run. They have this great mm. shared look between them, <laughs> as if to say, you can't see their eyes. Yeah, but, you but they, it's kind of like, oh shit. <laughs> They're sharing that oh shit look, yeah. and then they just run. Excellent. And which means everyone who stood before an agent just ran. No, someone has, and the agents have ran. So yeah. that's a nice little reversal. Yeah, it's uh, a primeval human thing. Yeah. So run for your safety, fight or flight. Mm. So it's showing the programs mm. of becoming human, right. having human emotions. Before he does that, he does have that fucking awesome moment where Smith attacks him and starts throwing punches at him. Mm. And all Neo is that he's literally not even interested. He's just, mm. his hand is so fast it's a blur. He's just blocking yeah. everything. And it's just like, and then he just gives him a gentle tap and he just flies back down the corridor. It's yeah. fantastic. Excellent. And then, and that's when the hallway bulges. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. It's like, and it makes that noise as well. It just as you go, burp. That's how powerful he is. Yeah, he makes things go, burp. It's the last time I'm making that noise. Um, that's this, a superpower you don't want. It is. <laughs> Literally, this is happening as the Sentinels are poised mm. over Neo and Trinity in the, in their, in the real world. Mm. Literally, it's about to laser their faces off, and Neo just well flash runs to the phone, doesn't he? Yeah. Answers it. He's out. Morpheus blows the EMP. 
Jobs are good. Yeah. yeah. Sayonara. Goodbye, you bastards. So long, farewell, <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen, yeah. goodbye. Do you want? Good night, Vienna. Um, Happy ever after. Yeah. Rock me, Amadeus. Let's well, stop. <laughs> Don't start me on Falco, Mike. I'll start singing. You know, yeah. Reggae, no. Falco, Falco, yes. I will never understand your box. <laughs> I want to hear a reggae version of Falco. Ben's box of acceptable things. <laughs> I can't work out what, what the entry requirements are. It's so random. But anyway, so how does this movie end? It ends with a phone call being traced. The Matrix code scrolling up the screen, and then I've the got, trace is I've, lost. I've got what he says if you want. Go on, because um, I... Yes, with it, Mike. He goes, I know you're out there. I can feel you now. Omnipotent. Yeah. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how it's going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'll show you, these people, what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where you go from there is a choice. I leave it up to you. And then it kicks in. Raging machine. Wake up. Wake up. It flies into the sky. Literally screamed in our faces at the end of the film. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. What a movie. And I remember I said in part one, walking up that aisleway, turning to my friend Louise who was with me, and somebody else who I can't, I think probably Chris, and just being like, fuck me. Huh. That was like our Star Wars or our, that, our yeah. generations. Yeah. Like that changes everything. Yeah. I remember just being really energised and like, yeah, absolutely. And thinking about it for days. And it's been a long time since I've seen it and mm. watching it again. Mm. It was just as brilliant. Yeah, it was. It hadn't aged. No. Awesome. And I think that is due to the, the practical effects, whereas the sequels have yeah. aged very badly. Uh. The, the more practical effects used in the first one have kept it fresh. There's something to that, I bet you. Because I mean, the, very. I mean, you either do CGI and you spend a lot of money on it, and you make it look good, like Terminator Two. Which yeah. also, the only way you can tell that's not a modern movie is the arcade scene where he's they're yeah. playing the old Afterburner game. Yeah, and, that dates it. That, is, that dates and the vehicles. it. And the vehicles, <laughs> but the, the, the CGI yeah, still, still looks fresh. Good. Still mm. looks good. So you either do it right, you spend a lot of money, or you don't do it at all, which is sadly where the Matrix I concur. fell on its ass. The sequels fell on its ass, fell on their asses a little so, bit. I think we can agree, and it's also a movie that probably why you know we selected it. It's in the canon of conspiracy and yeah. weird shit, and because people do like to sit and think. And I watched a, a video earlier that was uh, surprisingly less wacky than I was expecting it to be. It was one of these, we do live in the Matrix videos, but it wasn't saying that we're in a simulation or in a computer. It was basically saying a con we live in a constructed reality. Of course. That we allow to be constructed. Yeah, but we did touch on this last we're week. We're being, and anything that's inputted into us is like, yeah. that's our... Uh, we're told the narrative, aren't yeah. we? And, you know, so now... Can I give you a perfect example of this? from a guy I met, I meet at my dog walks do. here and again. I yeah. call I don't know his name, I just called him Casually Racist Man. Okay. <laughs> He's a young youngest chap, probably mm. a bit younger than me. Uh so so, so maybe thirties and like that. And um I meet him walking my dog and when I'm walking the dog I, I tend to wear a football shirt. Yeah. because, um, you know, it's it's an active it's an active thing and it's an as something you know, it doesn't soak up the sweat, it doesn't you know, it's I'm I'm being active. You don't you have know. to justify This chap anyway says shirt. says to me yeah. the one day, Oh, that'll be illegal soon pointing at my shirt and mm. I say how'd you make that out mate 
Mm. Oh, well, you know, they can't fly flags anymore and all this. Uh. Do you know, when Lee Rigby died, Lee Rigby was a tragic case of a soldier, off-duty soldier yeah. being killed by a couple of um, arseholes. He was hacked to death with a machete, yeah. This chap says to me, you know, when Lee Rigby died, I didn't buy a curry for two weeks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Genuinely, and I said, and what did that achieve? Yeah, well, hey, well, these these curry houses are funding terrorism. Well, that goes back and to that, the perception that, is exactly, reality. The perception is just, so he's, he's been given that reality from yeah, his yeah. Britain First page. I'm sure he follows on Facebook. And his in his Sun newspaper and his Daily Mail of newspaper well, if, and his Express and any he, other and his Daily Star his probably calls it the, the perception deception exactly. If he was red pilled, so to speak, he'd know that mm. he could change. Now here's a question. Now, but he was red pilled. His brain had just imploded. Yeah. <laughs> he's blue pilled. He's, he's blue pilled. He, yeah. If he no, was red pilled, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, he said he was red pilled. Is yeah. Jeremy Corbyn the one, Mike? Well, it is JC, Jesus Christ. Oh, he is <laughs> My dad's JC. He's changing the reality. Doesn't mean anything. Oh, <laughs> well, can we discuss who might be the one? Because I think most people, myself included, until, again, we chose this as a topic, and I did some Googling, I'd never questioned whether or not Neo was the one. No, Neo. Now, saying this, I haven't seen the sequels, but you two have, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. So it never just never crossed my mind to think that Neo wasn't the one. Now, I'm going to read something to you that might take me five or ten minutes to read, but it's worth it. It's quite uh, good and heavy-ish. So I'll get to the end, and then I think it's fairly conclusive, to be honest, in my opinion. Now, this is, I need to credit the website, thematrix101.com. And this article, which is really good, was written by a person called Paul McCord. So shout out to him and all credit where it's due. I am using your article because it's great. And there's also an excellent YouTube video that's quite long and complex, about 15 minutes long. It's fucking excellent on this. And I won't, okay. bury, I won't bury the lead. The title of the article is Agent Smith is the one. Okay. So... Just wet the whistle. <laughs> Neo wasn't the one. <coughs> when first born, animals stroke humans undergo a process called imprinting. After which, hey, you mentioned imprinting earlier. It's a glitch in the matrix. They're on to us. Mike's head just so, exploded. Yeah. So, <laughs> after which the newborn unmistakably recognizes the unique features of the first person or persons the child bonds with, usually the mother followed by the father. Now, within the context of the Matrix, consider what would happen if a program underwent an imprinting process with a human. They would recognise the code of the human above all other code, notwithstanding the code of the other parent. The program would be as fixed on the human parent as the eye of the Sauron was on the Middle Earth. Oh, right, that's geeky. Okay, and I've got to be honest, I have no idea what it means. First of all, some contextual facts. Number one. The prophecy states that a man would be reborn inside the Matrix, a man who would rewrite contents of the Matrix as he saw fit. Number two, at the end of the Matrix, Neo destroys Smith, but he is quite obviously alive and well in Reloaded and Revolutions, begging the question why. What follows won't be easy to swallow, but I promise it is the truth. It's not a penis, is it? And this is, <laughs> <laughs> and this is after all, cutting through the truth in the post Cutting through the ball of the post-truth apocalypse. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, so, in Reloaded, 
Just before Neo versus 100 Smith's battle, Smith tries to explain to Neo the connection between them. Quote, Some part of you imprinted unto me, something overwritten or copied. Smith later admits that he has become a new man, so to speak, because of Neo. The full line is, quote, I stand because of you, Mr. Anderson. Because of you, I'm no longer an agent of the system. Because of you, I've changed. I'm unplugged, a new man, so to speak, like you, apparently free. Number four. In Revolutions, just before Smith assimilates the Oracle, she says to him, you are a bastard. To which Smith replies, you would know, ma'am. This was the straw Ooh. that broke the metaphorical camel's back for millions of Matrix fans, at least those who even watched the third movie after the confusion of learning that the prophecy was a lie in the previous movie. But not to worry. Let's put the pieces together. We're getting there. Yep. Smith is quite obviously reborn after Neo destroys him at the end of the first film. According to the rules of the system, Smith should have been compelled to report for deletion, but he didn't, or couldn't. He was compelled to stay, compelled to disobey. Exactly the opposite of what a true agent would feel, but exactly what a believer in the autonomy, autonomy of the human soul like Neo would believe. And here's the punchline. Imagine Neo saying, Smith, I am your father. Because after Smith's rebirth, that is exactly who Neo is. Smith inherited his individualist, autonomous ways from the one he was sworn to kill. And for that reason, he was drawn to him, fixed on him, like the eye of Sauron fixed on Middle Earth. That's a Lord of the Rings thing. It's a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's twice okay. now the same. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's. Do you get that? Does that make that? Uh, yeah, I, I understand. Something? It basically means he's fixed upon him like a searchlight on a certain piece of. Uh, okay. He just can't. Ground. He's obsessed. He's a bit Lord of the Rings obsessed or, or Matrix obsessed, but he probably banks himself off over a uh, <laughs> Matrix Lord of the Rings crossover. In all fairness, I did read out the guy's name, so. Um, I'm prepared to say that still. So. <laughs> Okay, the great deception. <laughs> if Neo is the artificial father, who is Smith's mother? The Oracle, of course. She is the mastermind who created this game, and from the first time she met Neo in her kitchen, she knew who he was, the carrier of the code of the systematic anomaly. But she also knew who he was not the one. Neo was not the one. But if not Neo, who was the one? Let's consider the prophecy again. When the Matrix was first built, there was a man born inside who had the ability to change whatever he wanted, yeah. to remake the Matrix as he saw fit. After he died, the Oracle prophesied his return and that his coming would hail the destruction of the Matrix, end the war and bring freedom to our people. I can see the truth is becoming clearer to you now. Neo was never born inside the Matrix. He was born outside, in the machine's human harvesting power plant. However, following his destruction at the end of the first movie, Smith was born inside the Matrix. He was truly yeah. born inside, the product of the Oracle's programming, hence Mum, and Neo assimilating him. Neo's human code, systematic anomaly and all, had combined with what Smith had been what Smith had been to give birth to a man, the new Smith. Still need convincing? What happened at the end of Revolutions? Smith, who had avoided returning to the source when he chose exile upon his rebirth, never considered that Neo had been uploaded into the Matrix directly from mach the Machine City. As soon as Smith's assimilation of Neo was complete, Smith, the one, was connected directly to the source. His code was then disseminated and the Prime program was reinserted, allowing the Matrix to be reloaded. 
combined with Neo's deal with the Duex Machina. Deus Ex Machina. This ended the war and brought peace to the people of Zion. And to think, we have all the Oracle to thank. We all have the Oracle to thank. She deceived everyone, Neo, Morpheus, even us. To what extent she deceived her program and machine counterparts, we may never be sure. Because although Seraph, the keymaker, the Merovin, the spaceship, uh, the Merovin, what? Merovingian? Yeah, what's that? Can I see it? Oh, Merov, Merovingian. Yeah, that word. I've lost my place now. Oh, and the architect, they all refer to Neo as the one at some time or another. They could have all been deceived by exactly who or what the one really was. And some, such as Seraph, could just have easily been playing along with the Oracle's deception. After all, if you recall the architect scoffing at the Oracle in his speech in Reloaded, even he acknowledged that it was she who developed the systematic, the systemic anomaly. Thus, only she knows its true nature. She wouldn't be much of an Oracle if there were any other way. I'm so. sold. Pretty convincing. It is, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, so basically, like the one. She's, she so she so Neo kind of inherits the code. It's almost like mm. I could throw another conspiracy theory. It's like the Virgin it's, Mary. It's it's as if Joseph and the Virgin Mary yeah. had more kids, which then you end up with that royal blood, which is the code of the one in your system. So you have like a, you're like you're like a Hercules, you know, you're a demigod. You're not god. You're a demigod. Yeah, because yeah. think about it. You know, you've you've got you can move faster. You can alter mm. stuff. You can fly about. You can. It's not you the can one. Kill he's the, just very very he's, powerful. Yeah, so he's not well. the one. He's not Zeus. He's half yeah. human, half mm. machine. And the fact that Neo doesn't destroy the Matrix, it is actually Smith. Mm. Well, yeah, and you've got to argue because Neo at the end. The first that's what always puzzled me about the ending mm. of the film is that Neo says, "I'm going to show them the truth," and then you come to the the start of the second film. And they're still meeting in a little shady alleyway, and some agents turn up, and Neil's like, "Oh, they're, they're a bit. These agents are a bit faster." Mm. And he's like, "Oh, upgrades," and then just kicks their ass a bit harder. Yeah. The, the like he has to, he has to try a little bit more. The, mm. the video online is called, uh, is by a people called Film Theory. Uh, Smith was the one, and it goes into a lot more detail than even that article, and uh, shows you clips and bits from the films at, to make its point. And I think, yeah, it's just simple. the prophecy said he's born inside. And it's like them, the Wachowskis, to, I suppose, just not spoon-feed the answer and, and they've no. never really come out and clarified, have they? Have you ever have you looked so. to find an interview? But, or anything? but you can well, also well. argue that maybe he's just reading a little bit too much into it. Mm. Uh, but, he, all this stuff is not coincidence, is it? We've just spent no, four it's hours, four no, hours it's talking about this fucking film. Is Neo, is Neo the one? Hours. Yeah, but is Neo the one? Is it no. Smith? You know, at the end of the day, shit exploded. I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Well, to be honest, that's a perfect fucking... Well, I've got a few little uh, a few little nuggets of, uh, of information, some okay. facts and stuff. Apparently, Michael Hutchinson killed himself three days after landing a major role in the movie. No way, who was he going to play? Didn't say. Oh, that's good. Must have been one of, um, probably one of Morpheus' crew, I'd imagine. He was probably playing some. Hang on, he was red haired, he'd probably been an agent. He's black haired? I think he's red haired, was not he? You're thinking of the fucking singer from. Um, I'm thinking of the singer from NXS. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of Mick Hutchins. Shit! Got him, no! Oh, man! There's a matrix for you! Shit! <laughs> no, you can't sing an excess. 
No, you can't. You can't sing oh, simply dude. red. You, it's sorry. No. And I love the sport of coming home. Guys, I've got a ball in my hand. <laughs> I take it simply red doesn't fit in the Ben box. No. Then. Is that what we all agree on, though? I'm not gonna lie. There's a couple of songs. There's a couple of songs. Get out. No, there's a couple of songs I like. I'm sorry. I can't think. Which one is it? There's one about money. Money's too tight to mention. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sing it. You know. I'm gonna. <laughs> Money's too tight to mention. Mike, move us on. <laughs> <coughs> oh dear me. You got your mix mixed up. Haven't you? I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Who was gonna play Neo or Morpheus to the end? Is it a black and a white actor, respectively? Because I want to think about this while you're telling me stuff. Both. With the roles as first, or no? What do you mean roles as Was Morpheus going to be white and Neil was going to be black, or? <coughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Just wait for the fact. It was black or white. Uh, Rich or poor? <laughs> Rich or poor? <laughs> 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 God bless. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on that. <laughs> I left that hook dangling and it was taken. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was only Fools and Horses reference. Uh, so uh, anyone hasn't seen that. Uh, sorry, go okay, on, Mike. The old women in, 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 in the film. Okay. There's some old women watching TV. I think when, it, when Neo was running through the, the, the houses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're watching The Prisoner, the old TV show. British TV show from oh, 1967. Um, Who are you? Number six. The new number two. Two or six. Uh, I can't, I'm getting it mixed up. They're getting mixed up with the Simpsons special. I am not a number. I am a free man. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so... They, they sample it at the start of the... That Iron Maiden tune. The Prisoner, funnily enough. No. Yeah. I'm not a prisoner. Have so you ever I, been to the place where that was filmed? No, where was it Well, I don't um, know It's a place in Wales called. called Port Maddock and they... Oh, uh, no, I've been there. And they basically just like... That uh, that old town is just still there. They oh. built the entire town for that set. No one lives there. It's just a film set. You wander around. It's a bit shit, but go on. I right. bet teenagers do stuff. Oh god, it? yeah, yeah. Right, next fact. Uh, the bit where his mouth is all melded together. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nod to a sci-fi novel called I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory novel that one. <laughs> no philosophy in that, I bet. I have no idea where they were got the inspiration from. <laughs> What's this book? Okay. That is the most literal title of anything, isn't it? <laughs> okay, Cypher's real name in the Matrix is... Lucifer? No. <laughs> Misty... Mr. Oh, I forgot his name. Reagan. Does he? Mr. Reagan is his name. Oh! Fucking... Fascist. Yeah, that's, a, that's obviously a nod to Ronald Reagan. Oh my God! So, so does this mean that Cipher is actually Ronald Reagan and they rebooted the Matrix back to the eighties? He said he wanted to be an actor. Yeah, so maybe re- that was a bit of it. So yeah. maybe, maybe they rebooted. I want to forget. They rebooted. They rebooted. That's what he says here. I found it on the. I was hoping they rebooted the Matrix in nineteen fifty. Cipher became Ronald Reagan and had a great life until he got Alzheimer's. <laughs> Yeah, that, that might be what happened, yeah. Oh. Yeah, thank God for that. Maybe, who knows? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing at the edge. Okay, the, the phones that we used were Nokia Stilettos. Ooh. That's what 
This is a bit of a freaky one. Neo's passport in the film. Do you know what the date of the expiry is? September the 11th, 2001. Ooh. Two years before the event. Where's my tinfoil hat? <laughs> Turn the freaking frogs gay! <laughs> Matrix. Oh, All right, that's yeah. kind of weird, but weird. you know, yeah, you can yeah. chalk it up to coincidence. Again, statistics, yeah. Chocolate coincidence. Let's say. Yeah, it's been freaking out. Lou Diamond Phillips will set the script. (laughs) (laughs) No! No! But that you just. No, you won't find a way to get his name. Fact checkers out there, please. Oh, yeah, to know, this, was in the, this was in the. This was in the. Who is he going to play? One of the bums. <laughs> I don't know. But Not agent, fucking Neo. His agent told him it'd be a flop, so he turned it down. Oh, 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 your agent, Lou Diamond Phillips. He's, he's, he's probably going to be Neo he, as well. He could have been Neo. Oh, Jesus he Christ. Morpheus. Yeah. Oh, fuck, imagine Lou Diamond Phillips is Morpheus. He looks freaking Native American Morpheus. Yeah. How cool would that be? There we go. In no bald head, just a po- big ponytail. In another dimension, Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, I want to see that version of The Matrix. I don't. <laughs> I do. I want to see multi ethnic Morpheus. Oh. I want to see, see hilariously racist Chinese man Morpheus. <laughs> probably done better Kung Fu. Okay, next okay. one. Uh, other people to play Morpheus. Where Samuel L. Jackson? Ooh, that would have been cool. Yeah, you're the motherfucking <laughs> one, Neo. <laughs> take the motherfucking red pill. <laughs> take the motherfucking red pill, or I will whip your motherfucking ass from here to the real world and motherfucking back again, bitch. <laughs> hey, well, how awesome would that be? <laughs> And who was playing? <laughs> who was going to be playing oh, Neo? And well, I don't know about the same time. Oh, well, it would have been Keanu still. There's two more for Morpheus. Whoa, Morpheus, calm down, <laughs> motherfucker, calm down! You don't got a motherfucking day out here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Instead of Lawrence Fishburne, it could have been Gary Oldman. No. No. Well, maybe a really quirky Morpheus, like a. Yeah, that could have been interesting. Yeah. yeah. It could be like a Joker star Morpheus. Gary Busey would play a great crazy Morpheus. would be great. Uh, that could work. And the other one was Russell Crowe. Mm, <laughs> that one wouldn't work. Do you want the bloody. No, no, where's he from? Australia. Australia. How do they talk? That's not a knife. Uh, do you want the That's red not a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I see you've played knifey spoonie before. <laughs> Okay. Some other, some reason other that it didn't. Brad Pitt. Uh, Could have worked. Johnny Depp. That would have been annoying. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, He's a good actor. Tom Cruise. Fuck you. No, no. I can't see Tom Cruise doing Kung Furious Kung Fu. (laughs) I just can't see it. Did he fight football? I just can't see it. Well, he he does action films, don't he? But fuck it. No, they're not. I won't watch him, so I don't know what they're like. Uh, yeah, no, no, that wouldn't have worked. I don't want him. Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, that would have worked, yeah, yeah. I like him. Because then they would have been a Matrix rap song as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, and you had a wise cracking Neo, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) You're Morpheus, you said I'm not the one. (laughs) (laughs) He would give a bit of attitude back, wouldn't he? 
<laughs> I'm not the one. She just told me I'm the one, but I got a cookie. I eat the cookie. I make this look good. Yeah. Oh, you know he'd have fucking said that the second they yeah. morphed into the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd have liked that. Also. Yeah. Could have gone for okay. that. You and McGregor. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can see the. I don't know about the action scenes so much, but certainly the computer hacker side of things, maybe. Oh, and I'm about Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah. <laughs> Get Nick in there. <laughs> I the one <laughs> put me back <laughs> the bees the bees the bees not the bees alright how about David Duchovny Oh, the X-Files mm, guy. Yeah. Well, I guess his acting's kind no, of No, he's, not that, he's not that good an actor, is yeah, he? Yeah, but he's, I was going to say... He was above David Duchovny. Yeah, no, no, I was literally about to say his acting range is exactly the same as Keanu's, kind of, isn't it? It's just chilled all the time. I think it, I think Duchovny's probably more chilled than Keanu, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. yeah. I've left, left the last, my personal favourite, Val Kilmer. <laughs> Wasn't he fat at this yeah. point? Probably. <laughs> Probably great if if they digitally slimmed Val Kilmer for when he was in the Matrix. And they couldn't afford so it like, time. So, it, so <laughs> in, the, the in, the real, in the real world, he was a fat bloke, <laughs> but he was so egotistical, like me. Uh, he think he's a fat <laughs> bloke in the real world, but in in the in the in his what's, his, what's the thing that oh when you visual visual residual self image. Yeah. He thinks he's buff as fuck, and they digitally buff him up. <laughs> well, you know, I would do that to myself as well. But, so is that the last fact, or is there another... Well, there's one more. One more Matrix okay. fact. Okay, there was a line from the simulacra and simulation, which we mentioned in the first part. We did. Yeah. I thought I was being clever by finding out the title of that book, by pausing it and everything, and then Mike just... <laughs> Mike just stole my thunder. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Science. So, philosophy. There's Fucking philosophy. It's welcome to the desert of the real. Oh, well, because Morpheus says that. He yeah, does. And that's taken from the film. That's a nice way to end, I think. Well, yeah. well done, boys. I uh, enjoyed that. That was very interesting. Part. Uh, trip to the movies. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think before we forget, because it's just popped in my mind, and we always forget, like our Facebook page. Yeah, you can win a T-shirt. We haven't mentioned that for a bit. Yeah, win a T-shirt and an LCD game. And I've even said... If you like the page, I'll pick somebody random and I'll do your uh, drawing, send you a Captain Burrito or something. Um, for, yeah, so like the page, at Cutting Through the Ball. Twitter we've got, haven't we, as well? Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse uh, Ball. Apocalypse yeah. Ball on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, subscribe to us, review, rate, if you can do all that stuff on whatever platform you're using to listen to us. And if you have been, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, do you want to sign off, Ben? Yeah, I'll sign off. Uh, I'll say stay classy, and uh, I haven't thrown a hell saying out there in a while, so I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, as usual, free Biff Tannen. Bye. <laughs> and then I'll say peace out. Thanks for listening. Bye.